get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome to the 34th installment of the What Up Though podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you put 34 in like big black letters right. on your little notepad. Right. It's like, let me do it. Because one time I, I, I wrote the wrong uh, um, episode number, and I think I said the wrong episode number on one of them. I, can't I really remember don't feel like you ever did. If you did, I, I probably swear said I think something. I did, man. I don't think you said it, we just let it cook. Like, yeah, let's just keep going. I think I probably cor- well, I should say corrected it, but I probably said the right number after the fact. But yeah, probably. I was like, I might just put it really huge now, so shit like can't miss that and shit. So yeah. Anyway, uh, welcome to the snowy ass day of a fucking Sunday. Yeah, it's pretty snowy outside, but it's not that cold. I think I think we're our our cold barometers is uh, pretty different now after last last year's record breaking cold. Right. So it's not we're so used to like after last winter it was like negative twenty, negative thirty every day. So it's like twenty degrees now and we're like, Oh, it's not that bad. Right. I was looking at cold out. I came out early and I was uh uh shoveling a little bit, about five, six o'clock. I'm like, I just had on a sweater, like, man, it's fucking nice out. Like it's fucked up when <laughs> 20, 25 degrees is nice out of this Yeah, shit. like if this ain't too bad. But, you know, we had some cold ass days this week too. So we had yeah. what? The windshield was like negative 10, 12 or some crazy shit. Right. Schools closed a couple of, no, at least one day. Did this school close your son? Yeah, Michael had, a, uh, he had an off day, I want to say Thursday. Yeah, so. Man, I'm excited for today's episode, man. Like, I got this random idea to just like, let's just talk about unpopular opinions that we have. And then I put it out there on the internet and was like, you know, hit us up with unpopular opinions that you may have. And we got like a lot of good feedback. I put some of my own down and we got some good, we got, I think one of the greatest sets of emails that we got from Garden Isle too. She gave some epic emails. I feel like she was high for like all three of them emails. Like, <laughs> she, sounded were very, she sounded very high. She sounded real good and relaxed. And yeah. Shit. But we got some really great emails from her. So I got some stuff I want to touch on from her emails. Pause. Yeah, pause. <laughs> I got some stuff I want to touch on from her emails. I got my own unpopular opinions to talk about. I got a list of about maybe like seven to nine unpopular opinions that we got from various listeners. And Otis may have a couple himself. And I think this will be a good episode, man. Because like, these unpopular opinions are, well, they're unpopular. So... It's cool to talk about. It's crazy because I was initially against it. I would say against it in the fact that... You seemed hesitant. I was hesitant. Well, I would say I was against it like, fuck that, we ain't doing it. But I was just like, when he had, you know, you had mentioned it, and I'm like... He was like His immediate like, response is like, you sure you want to do this? Like, Something like that. Like, I'm like, why? Or I forget my, I forget my, my, my accurate response. But... It was something like that, like, uh, why do you want to do that? But, you know, niggas are, niggas, niggas are negative, just in general. <laughs> so people love to just put spew unpopular shit, you know. So I was like, you know, after where I was like, you know, that's probably going to, you know, turn out uh, pretty cool. And, you know, we got some of the, uh, some of the best feedback we've probably gotten 
Oh, any as far as question wise, as far as the uh, the number of the, I guess quantity wise, quality, excuse me, quantity, yes, of any podcast, I think. I agree. We did. We typically when we we put our feelings like, hey, you know, if you if you had a question submitted, we usually don't get that much feedback. But with this, we got like a lot of people who are pretty anxious to say like, this is my opinion that is fairly unpopular that goes against the grain, and we got a lot of those, and I'm like kind of excited to discuss them because. A lot of them, um, I think that's what makes them cool is that we might agree with some of them, we might not agree with some of them, but it's, I think it's cool to discuss some shit that, that ain't popular because a lot of times the shit that's popular is popular because it's popular. Like, people just want to go along with what's trendy. And it, it's rare that somebody will say, like, you know, this thing is trendy, but I'm not for that. I'm for something different. And a lot of other people might feel that same way, but just don't have the balls to say it. So I All think right. putting out these unpopular opinions will give people the opportunity to say, you know, hey, I, I agree with that. I don't really fuck with that thing that's popular either. This is a lot of motherfuckers, probably. Yeah. I don't know. I, I haven't seen... You know, it's funny because some of the uh, the questions came on... Um, I guess were tweeted to you. Uh-huh. Some were tweeted to you, which some I still haven't seen yet, which would be cool because it would be a, a surprise to me. I, yeah, I, I did that intentionally because we talk before... We talk a lot. We pregame a lot before we start recording. And we talk about a lot of stuff that we're going to talk about when we're kind of like a newscast. You kind of like prepping shit. You know? Yeah. See, so I mean, actually, I take that back. We don't. We we prep probably twenty percent of our pregame. We usually just catch up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah basically. <laughs> but you know, it's usually like I mean, because you know, it's not it's not rocket science. I think, I think we may make this podcast shit look easy. I think, but I think re- that's some cocky <laughs> shit. Some cocky ass shit. <laughs> Yeah, we make this shit look easy. But no, we uh we probably just catch up probably at least seventy percent of the time. And then, yeah, yeah. And, and then you like know, personal life type shit, right? Like so, it's going on too. And then you know, shit pops off. Um, so, and but then, I made it a point to not mention any of the unpopular opinions that I jotted down, or any of the ones that other people told me. Like he's probably seen some of them because they might have been tweeted to the podcast account. Yeah. So I know he's seen some of them, but there were some that were tweeted to me that weren't tweeted to him, or some that were sent to the email that I know Otis don't check. <laughs> so because <laughs> I, ch- I I checked only I seen Janice's uh uh one of her e- one or two her emails, but that was like either yesterday or the day before. So I really don't because the thing is I didn't sync it to my phone. Like, I say this in my computer, mm-hmm. and so I'm not always on my computer all the time, so I was like, yeah, I usually just bring it out, you know, when we're, when we're about to record, so it should definitely be interesting, so I'm looking forward to it, although I was initially like, what the fuck, but then I thought like, you know what, we're going to get probably the best response, just Yeah, because. I mean, we have like a lot of, we have a lot of shit that like, you would think that people would really go for, but I think those generally make the best episodes anyway. Yeah. So I, I think this will be some shit, and it's not really necessarily all us anymore either. So I like the idea that we got a lot of feedback on it because I'm gonna heads up for y'all to submit it, your unpopular opinions. I'm gonna say who you are. I'm gonna give you a Twitter name. So if people don't like your opinion, they very well may hit you up. So we gotta make be prepared to defend your defend we, your stance. We gotta make it a point to uh, to tweet to uh, all of the people who who if you remember their at names. I wrote them all down. Bet to the tweet to the um, tweet to them the link to the uh, podcast. Most of these are people who listen to it anyway. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Everybody except I know for a fact every single person that sent a response on an unpopular opinion 
listens to the podcast except maybe three of these people. Okay. Well, I hope they fucking listen afterwards. Yeah, mo- most of these people listen every week. So they're going to hear their unpopular opinion. They're going to hear us discuss it. But before we get to the unpopular opinions, there are a few things that I want to talk about with Janice's emails. Because Gardenau sent some emails that I thought were pretty interesting that I wanted to talk about before we start. And um, the first one was she sent an email about um, people who kind of just like to argue about shit. And basically, the idea was that she said every Friday on Facebook or Twitter, she posts a picture of Idris Elba and says something like, Your Friday Idris, with like hashtag Your Friday Idris. And she has a person who was in her Facebook feed who generally says fuck shit for the most part, but on the last picture of Idris, she posted put yuck as the comment. And I thought, like, you know, that's the kind of person that just, you just want to say some contrary ass shit. Just to be a bitch. Because like, there's no fucking way, dog. Because I'm like, I'm a full-blooded heterosexual male. And there's no way that you could post a picture of Idris Elba and be like, gross. Like, that's a good-looking dude. Like, I, I, there's no way I can deny that that's a good-looking dude. So even as a lesbian, she said that this person was a lesbian. Even as a lesbian, if you have no interest in men whatsoever, you can maybe look at Idris Elba and not be attracted. But there's no way this nigga triggers your gag reflex. Like, oh, yuck. Like, Idris Elba, really? Like, so you're the type of bitch that just want to argue. You just want to say some different-ass shit to go against the grain just because. And people like that need to fucking hang themselves while they're masturbating. Yeah, I don't, you know, I, I've, I've seen very few women. That's who floated under the ra- radar. Yeah. Like, hanging over here masturbating like yeah. David Carradine. Yeah. That's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh... But yeah, <laughs> I, I've I've seen very few few uh, women who who've not like uh, Ilzeba, and I mean even as a, a straightest as man, you know that he's an attractive guy. You know, yeah, you know, like, you can't, you know, like I don't understand why women would even if you don't like women. I mean, if you don't like men, like why the fuck? Would, you know, I guess anybody had a preference, but I think that's just just some troll shit. I don't like men, and I can acknowledge that he's a good looking dude. Like I don't think it. it I don't think it detracts from my heterosexuality in any way to be like, I can acknowledge that Idris Elba's a good-looking dude. Like, if women are fawning all over him, I'm not going to be like, I don't get it. I don't. I say that when they're fawning all over Lil Wayne. Like, if you all over Lil Wayne, like, oh, he's so sexy, I'm like, huh? Dude, I this is like a grimace, I huh? still am so pissed at fucking Laura London. She had a fucking baby by this fucking turn. Right, like... like- like, <laughs> she's she's a good uh, turd. No, I, I, I was so pissed to notice... I was just so pissed to know she had sex with him. And then the fact that she even kept the baby, like you realize, <laughs> like you know what he looks like. You have a baby by little way. You need to abort that nigga. Like, like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> like, are you serious? Like, how would you fuck him? Like that nigga is the the worst of worst niggas, dog. Even then, like if you look at it, like okay, <clears throat> so he got swag and he he carries himself well, and maybe his like his sex game is great. Even if all that shit, you makes gotta you look fuck at him. him. Yes, he's still ugly as fuck. So even if you still fuck him and you. Whatever, you got a baby bottle, whatever. But, like, if you out here acting like this nigga's actually good looking, like, that I don't get. There's no way. I don't think there's seriously any way that any woman could look at him and think that is an attractive man. Like, I just don't Like, think I don't like, get it. Like, I don't know, man. I, I just... Like, you... I, I said this one time because I was pissed because of my, my brother and his, you know, baby's mama. And I'm just like, you need to really 
start thinking about the future with people you fuck. Because there's a good chance you could fucking have a baby with these motherfuckers. Like, and then I'm just like, look at this motherfucker. Like, are you serious? A lot of us gotta learn the hard way, dog. Yeah, you end up having a baby by a crazy bitch. Yeah. I, like, I didn't learn the hard way, but like, there were times where I had scares. And I thought like, well, I was at times, it makes like I was just out here like busting up and everybody. But there was <laughs> a time where I had a scare and I had to think like, what if I actually have a baby by this chick? And it was not a good look. Yeah, I've had, and, like, you I've don't had a scare want, before. Yeah, you don't want to have to deal with that, man. And if you have a man. kid by Lil Wayne, obviously there are a whole lot of pros to that. But like, I just... All that shit is irrelevant to me. But if you out here What's acting the like pro? he's actually... Uh, the I nigga's mean, rich. I mean, that, that's not a whole <laughs> lot. There's one pro that you will be financially set. That's yeah, pretty much that it. Is, there's a single pro. Yeah, that is that is the pro. The con is that you may have a He baby. might be a good dad. Who knows? He may, I mean, he does have a daughter who I, I, I would assume has been growing up in a, you know decently. Uh, but I just... I don't know, man. I, as a woman, I just couldn't understand like the attraction. Like, I mean, I get... I can, I get a drunk fuck. I I get it. You know right. what I'm saying? You know, you know, people have probably fucked some ugly people off some drunk shit or high. I think everybody has probably had a, a a regretful fuck. Yeah, but how do you say that he good looking though? Like that's what I don't get. How right? do you have a regretful fuck without a condom though? Like, True. I mean, I don't know this situation. Maybe it broke. Whatever. Maybe he just went wrong. Well, it. Lil Wayne, they probably don't really care. Because they're looking like, well, if if I get pregnant, that's a win for me, ultimately. But... I mean, I just... I mean, I don't... I'm just trying to figure out how did they, like, cross paths. Like, how do you... She's, I just... I don't know. Maybe it's a, it's a bad thing to think that, you know, really attractive women have better standards. But maybe they don't. I don't know. I, like I said, I don't look at her the same. And, you know, I, I mean, I always, you know, picture her from... Uh, as Nunu from the from the movie uh, with Ti, ATL, ATL, yeah. yeah. And I was just like, no, you fuck, no way. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I just I don't get like that nigga ugly as fuck. But with Idris Elba, dog, like I don't understand how anybody could say yuck to him. Like I, I don't get that. That's that's the I feel like her friend is just like a contrarian ass bitch. Like she just want to just say some different shit, just be different. That's the person who's worthy of unfriending. Yeah, and I, she, she explained I, that she can't really unfriend that person, but I, I I get that's it. That's a person who has all the criteria for somebody to be. I get to be it because I I haven't I've, I haven't unfriended too many people recently, but I I definitely have hit the unfollow, and I don't see them motherfuckers ever in my timeline unless they comment on shit or like something or whatever the case. Yeah. Ugh. So yeah, the just, next thing she asked was. Um, she mentioned an article that she read about Detroit that, for the most part, was good, but it had some some negative shit about it. And she asked, "How do we feel about publicity regarding Detroit, even if it has negative shit? Because obviously, publicity uh, there's people who have the idea that any publicity is good. So, how do we feel about if there's an article that has a whole lot of good shit, but also has some bad shit in it? Like, what do we feel any kind of way about?" The negative publicity that Detroit gets. I think anything. Well, I would say that I would say any, anything that you know that pushes negative stuff is a bad thing. But if it's true, I mean it is true. You know, I, I think that although negative, you know, negative publicity always pushes pushes you know pushes further and faster. You know, 
it, it, from from a place all the way over overseas where she is, you know, I think the 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 positive of it will push through. So I think it's cool. Uh, Detroit is definitely on a up uh, on on a definitely a incline, and so I don't think there's too much of bad that can really come out of Detroit right now. Well, I think that they have the issue of so a lot of the positive that's that's sent out from Detroit generally only revolves around the downtown area. And a lot of the articles that that write about that thing don't make the distinction. So, because she mentioned that one article will talk about all the good shit that's going on, but then we'll also mention how we have like a high murder rate and all this other crazy shit. And when I was listening to her, her email, I thought you know, they're not making the distinction between the fact that all the good shit that all the white folks do and all the businesses that are opening and all the positive shit that's happening, that's really just downtown. Right. Like, the city itself is not improving at all, for the most part. Because she was talking about how, like, the we don't have no streetlights and how we have, like, the highest murder rate. So people are out here getting killed in the dark and shit. And then she's like, I'm thinking, like, if I was to go there... I'm like white as fuck. My right. fucking bright ass is gonna like be like a you know a big signal like hey a big here beacon, I am in the dark right? yeah a beacon of fucking whiteness here, here I, I am come kill me and shit I'm in white. the dark I glow in the dark yeah <laughs> and like the so so the way that we kind of look at it is we we know to make that distinction that a lot of the good shit that's going on is mostly downtown and a lot of the fuck shit is mostly in the city so when I personally see those articles I. I don't really feel any kind of way about it because I like the fact that a lot of the positivity is being brought out to the table because when they talk about, they don't make that distinction. They don't say like, well, there's a lot of positive shit going on in Detroit, but that's just downtown. They right. say positive yeah. shit is happening in right, Detroit. Right. They just say Detroit. So I'm cool with that just, over, just because even despite the fact that they say like, well, the murder rate in Detroit is high, they don't, all, they don't also say... But that's just in the city, but not downtown. So since they don't play favorites between the city and downtown for the negative, the fact that they don't do it for the positive, I'm cool with it. Right. So I don't. I think I especially think, since it's not. Tr- it's not like it's a lie. Right. Like they they don't exaggerate or lie about the bad shit about Detroit. All that shit is true. Like we're not happy about it or proud about it. But the fact of the matter yeah, is that it's true. It's so you know, yeah, uh, it, it happens. So if we got the top murder rate, we got the top murder rate, and it's not surprising to me at all. It's true, so I mean that. I mean that's reporting facts. So I'm not really gonna be mad about it, especially if in the same vein of that they're reporting the good shit. Right. And I'm not gonna be like the party guru who's like, well, that good shit's only downtown. Like I'll, I'll take the good shit with the bad shit. Yeah, I think if the, they're reporting both. Cool. I think the one the one thing on there that you know I think she had, you know said about was you know that the uh, police chief you know encouraged you know. Encourage you know residents to get guns because uh, the police wasn't doing anything. Now you know, for that happened. What 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 had happened was um, <laughs> there had been like a really a string of like you know uh, um, home burglaries and so forth. And you know residents been you know a lot of residents lately have been you know getting their CCWs and having their own you know concealed weapons and you know have been. You know, defending themselves, and the police—the police chief—pretty much just, you know, uh, promoted it. Like, you know, you know, it's good for people to, you know, to own their own guns and protect themselves. But it's not to say that, you know, that 
the police aren't protecting them. It's just, you know, obviously the police can't be there the instant someone breaks in your house. You know, and so I'm for it. I'm for people protecting themselves, but it's not be it's not because the police are not getting there. You know, I I think that I don't know I don't know how to rate the uh the police here. But I don't think they're doing a shitty job. Um I don't know, I haven't really I you know it's funny you realize I really haven't had a conversation or really had anything about how the police are doing in the city. I don't but, either. I don't yeah. really know. Yeah, I, I mean but I think if it was that terrible, it would be noted. Like I feel like I'm, I feel like I read the news enough. I feel like I'm really in tune with the city to know that if the police was that shitty, it would really come out. You know, I don't think the high crime rate in Detroit is reflective of a bad job the police are doing. I feel like the police are probably doing what they can. But, like, the crime shit is so crazy. I mean, I think niggas just wilding. <laughs> I mean, exactly. That was my, yeah, that was my nice way of saying that right, niggas right, just wilding. Right. <laughs> and that's not really a reflection of the job that the police are doing. Like that's kind of like, you know. They I'll, can get there when they can get there and they can do what they can do, but they can't prevent niggas from wilding. They go wild, they go wild. Right, I always think. And niggas go nigg. Every time I think, you're right, niggas go nigg for real. And I always think of The Wire. When I think of just police and just like their conduct and stuff like that, you know, it's parts of the wire where they was, you know, trying to get the murder rate down. And it was just like, you know, they had police on the corners and everything, but. Trying to fudge the numbers. And right, right, right. <laughs> and then, you know, people were just, you know, niggas is just killing. You know, you got gangs, you got drugs, all that shit. But here, man, I, I just don't, I don't think that the, the police is just doing a shitty job. It's just a lot of bullshit that's going on. It's hard to keep up with. Yeah, so, you know, I, I don't see that as being a total terrible thing here as far as the policing. But I think it's definitely a lot of a lot of a lot of fuckboys, you know. I think the police kinda do a pretty good job in Detroit, actually. Cause like there's a whole lot of shit going on that they can't keep up with. But I know on the rare occasions in which I've encountered Detroit police, I've always felt like they understand what's going on. Right. So, like, if they, if, if the Detroit police were to pull me over, I don't feel like they're out to get me. I feel like they probably pulled me over for a legit reason. And on the rare occasions that I got pulled over, it was for a legit reason. And they kind of look at it like, well, okay, we pulled you over for this whatever traffic violation. We may or may not have time to deal with this. It's not that big a deal. We'll be cool about it and let you skate. Right. And what it really comes down to is that they got they got bigger fish to fry than random traffic stops. And I've always felt like the Detroit police are are cool for the most part if you're not if you're not somebody who is doing some extremely wild shit. Right. Like if you're somebody they're looking for, yeah, you might have a problem. But they I feel like they do their job adequately. I don't know, man. I think, you know... I've never I, felt abused by them or oppressed by them or, like... Because nah. it's... For the most part, it's black folks. Like, Detroit police is black folks. And they know what it's, they know what this life is like. So they're not going to ha- harass other black folks who ain't really doing shit. Or if they're doing shit, it's something insignificant that they can let you go for when they got bigger fish to fry. Yeah. I Why remember, waste your time on a traffic stop when you got... For the most part... Joe I, outside St. Andrews shooting niggas up. Right. For the most part, I've uh, I've had decent experience with the cops, especially when I was like in the wrong. I remember uh, uh, one time where 
my license suspended. I don't know why the fuck I was driving, just being a nigga. Yeah, because you and did it. I was speeding, and I passed the cop, and I'm like, fuck. So I just hit the gas. I don't know why, dude. It was a bad <laughs> shit. This is many years ago. I hit the gas, and then, and then right after I passed the second block, I realized this is dumb. And I tried to turn the corner thinking I was going to get away, and I slid, and I almost hit a tree. And these niggas pulled out, got me out the car, threw me in the back of the car, and, you know, they're like, you know, but you're just dumb. Like, just go home. <laughs> and I'm like, I could have been for evading an officer. Right. That could have been way worse for you. And they just like, man, just go the fuck home. That was Detroit police? That was Detroit police. Yeah, that's, yeah. If that, yeah. If that had been fucking yeah. Redford or oh, no, police, I would have been, I would have got pulled out. You'd still be in prison. I probably would have got shot. <laughs> so, yeah, like, he, he'd be like, dead right oh, now. Fuck. Yeah, and this is like, and this is like Finkel and Southfield. We'd be out here having a fucking yeah. Otis, Otis fucking movement, right? Exactly. So you know, I was, you know, so he I, didn't have no weapons, though. right? Right. I ain't had shit. I jumped out like, hey, pop, 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 he had a hoodie pop, pop, pop. on, right? So you know, I've had you know good encounters with the cops. I've had some, you know, I, I, I've been profiled. I've been, I was profiled when I was like seventeen. Um, but in Detroit, if, though, in Detroit, oh, wow. um, in my old old neighborhood over in Brightmore, I was. Oh, well. Uh, yeah, but Brightmore. So, I, you know, they were. I got in the car, and the police had passed me, and I would. I was. This is why I lived in the projects, and the 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 exit I needed to go out was the same uh, way they came in. Does that make sense? So they came in the same way. I was parked here. I needed to go out that way. So when they passed me, I bagged up and went that way. And I guess they were trying to. Uh, I guess they they thought that I was avoiding them, right? When it really, I just needed to go that way, right? You know, so I got pulled over. I ended up getting like a ticket for like no proof of insurance or registration, but that was because I couldn't find the fucking registration. My my stepdad used to have an envelope with it in the car, and that bitch just slid to the back. Whatever the case, so now you could took it took it to court and yeah, like, here's the registration. Oh yeah, I got yeah, I, I, it, they uh they dropped it. Up. But okay. I still had to go to court for it, but it was just stupid. Yeah, that's fair. That's just how. That's just how right. it is. Right. So you know, but it was like the thing is, I never had to take me anything else. So it was like, why'd you pull me over? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, but other than that, though, I've had pleasant experience. I mean, it's only. I mean, I know people that you know fucked up experiences, but I think the the only real fucked up experience I've known in my lifetime in Detroit was uh, uh, when Malice Green died. And that was, you know, a guy to get pulled over, um, supposedly having drugs in his hand. They beat the shit out of him and just kind of went with, uh, you know, business as usual. But that wouldn't fly now. That wouldn't fly now. And the thing is, even then, they took better steps then than than any of these police brutality cases ever took. Right. Because when that happened, all of the officers involved were suspended without pay. Wasn't that when he was around the king? Like that was right, right around that. Yeah. yeah, it was like right around right. the Rodney King time too. So right. they had to deal with that shit. Right. So they took they, they. I think they dealt with that much better than any any case I've seen because, like I say, all the officers, the two officers, uh, uh, Nevers and and forget the other one name, uh, but but Butson, Nevers and Butson, one of the two, yeah, something like that. Happen. Yeah, Nevers and yeah, I, th- I know it was Nevers. He was one of the cops, and then it was another cop, and they was you know suspended. Uh, you know, without pay, all that stuff. Uh, initially, they were found not guilty, but I think they ended up going to retrial, end up finding guilty, and they ended up going to jail. I think both of them died by now and shit. I think that was like 93 or... I, I, my immediate year that came to hell was 93, so mm-hmm. it must be 93. So yeah. That was the first 
year that came to my head. But even then, they dealt with it much better than any of these cases. You know, if uh, you know Eric Gardner would have happened I, here, I felt that you know they would have done you know what they should have done there. You know, yeah. here. So other than that, I mean, I, I say that to say, you know, I think Detroit policing isn't you know terrible. You know, I think we just have an influx of fucking violence here, and I just you know I don't think it's that bad here. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't give you know the cops that, you know, the cops here, you know, the shit they they're fucking tons better than fucking um, New York cops. So fuck them. Yeah. So what it basically boils down to is that we take the good with the bad. If it's fair, it's fair, and for the most part, it's yeah. What I mean, they, sometimes what you, say about Detroit, it's sometimes you fair. earn that fucking ass whooping. Right. It, it is what it is. It's, it's real. So then she also sent another email about a couple of uh, suspicions that she has about Detroit. <laughs> and she says that everybody, she, every black dude that she knows in Detroit is six feet or higher. And she says that she wonders if, like, there's some kind of, like, I don't know, group that goes around and, like, once you turn 18, it, like, measures how, how tall you are. And if you're under six feet, like, you can't live in Detroit no more. Because she's like, basically, everybody in Detroit seems like they're six feet or taller. Or has like good looking babies. They say everybody she knows in Detroit has good looking babies. So she wonders the same thing. Like, do they walk around and be like, um, you, your baby's not that cute. You got to get up out of Detroit. <laughs> and I don't know if, I don't know. I haven't really noticed that. But, because I've not seen some ugly motherfucking babies and I know mad niggas is under six feet. But, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's still an interesting observation. Like, because I know most of, it's interesting that most of the people that I deal with personally are six feet or higher, and they also have good-looking kids. And I don't, I think, I can't really hypothesize on the height shit, but as far as good-looking kids go, I know that what it really comes down to is that a lot of black dudes like to fuck white women. And you fuck around and get these light-skinned, these mixed light-skinned kids, and they look cute and shit, and maybe that's where it comes from. I don't know. I don't have my 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 son's not, you know, uh, his mom is black, but I know a lot of people. They have these black black dads and white moms, and they make cute kids. Even when even when both of them are ugly, somehow the kid come out cute when they mix. So, yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, I think yeah, most of uh, um, I don't, I don't know. I couldn't think. I have I have friends that's over six feet and under. So. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I man, I, I, like now that she points it out, like a lot of people that I fuck with are around six feet or higher. Like I'm one of the shorter people that I know. Well, I, have, I well, I think I'm. It's funny. I think I'm one of the taller people I know. Most of my friends, well, yeah, about the same height or yeah. I think like I'm, if you look at like Chris and Kellen, Chris, like they're shorter than us. Chris, Kellen, Ryan. Sorry. Yeah, they're shorter than us, but like, um. Like, a lot of my close friends are all taller than me. You're taller than me. Uh, like, a lot of my friends, a lot of my close friends are taller than me. So, we're all, like, six feet and up. Most of us up. I have one close friend who's shorter than me. And that's pretty much it. So I don't know. She might be on to something, man. It might be, maybe there is like a a low key inspector who comes through. Like, yeah, you're under six feet. You might have to move to Redford. Right. 
Like, you might have to go to Dearborn. That's funny. I never even thought about that. I haven't either, but it's an interesting idea. Yeah. So, let's get on these. I'm ready to get on these unpopular opinions, man. I'm, I'm excited for this shit. I thought it was going to be a good conversation. Okay. So, do you think we should start with our own unpopular opinions, or should we read some of the other people's and talk about those? Let's read theirs. I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of excited to hear about you know some of these folks. All right, let me adjust myself in my seat. This is gonna be this is gonna be fun. I'm, I'm excited for this. I'm looking forward to. I'm this. excited for this. All right, so let's see. Should we start with like the softer ones, or should we go with the ones that are like kind of like hard body? Like these these bitches, like they their unpopular opinions are hard. Like it's just them and nobody else. <laughs> They start go go with one of this just them and nobody else and see and let's go with that. All right, we're gonna start with Johnny bitch ass. All right, Johnny. <laughs> All right, Johnny nigga. You know, you know I you think, a hoe ass nigga. You I, know you ain't shit. I know, I know, Johnny. And has, you should have known from the get when you sent me this shit that I was gonna snap on you. So you know you ain't shit for this. You whack as fuck. So all right, here we go. So Johnny, who is a listener of our podcast, who has his own podcast, and I'm a. I'm a I'm going to go ahead and shout his shit out. It's called uh, What Will They Say Next. So if you want to Google Johnny's podcast, it's What Will They Say Next. It's we're, on SoundCloud. It's on iTunes. We'll tweet his, uh, his, his... No, we his, won't. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I tried, Johnny. I really yeah, we would have, if he had a gave this opinion, we might have we tweeted out a link to his shit. As it is, you just Google it. It's called What Will They Say Next. <laughs> it's on SoundCloud and iTunes. If you want to listen to his bullshit, go ahead and listen to it. But after I read this opinion of his, you're probably not going to want to listen to it because he's trash. So his opinion was, Pulp Fiction is a horrible movie, and he also doesn't like, he kind, He said kind of doesn't like Quentin Tarantino in general. And he said the only reason he says kind of is because he likes Jackie Brown. Which, Jackie Brown is widely considered to be the least of the Quentin Tarantino movies. I was just thinking that, like, <laughs> I was thinking of all the Quentin Tarantino movies I've liked, and Jackie Brown was probably the least favorite that I've liked. And, and the thing about Jackie Brown is, like, Jackie Brown is a dope flick. Like, I like Jackie Brown quite a bit, and I can easily say it's still my least favorite of the Quentin Tarantino movies. But, like, he fucked up telling that to me, like... Anybody else, you could say, like, hey, I don't really fuck with getting Tarantino like that. Pulp Fiction ain't really my shit. Whatever. And you might have skated by a little bit. But for me, personally, Quentin Tarantino is not just my favorite director. But Pulp Fiction is, like, in my top three favorite movies. So he said he don't like one of my top three favorite movies. And said he don't like my favorite director. Like, so that's, like, that is a, definitely, that's an unpopular opinion. I know Quentin Tarantino is, is pretty... Pretty popular among people who like movies, and Johnny's a fucking idiot. <laughs> you about to say something? I don't know what to say, dog. Like, I I don't get how you don't like this. Like, I don't get it. Man, Pulp Fiction, dog. Man, it's everything, dog. Like quotes from top to bottom. Great use of like uh, jumping around in the timeline, like moving from point to point. But still making a coherent story. Just amazing. One of my favorite things about Quentin Tarantino is that like he is great with dialogue. Right. Like he's amazing with dialogue. You, you, he's uh, great with setting the scene. You always have you always have multiple stories going on at the same time. Right. It's, and they, it's really but they good. all still connect somehow. I'm, I 
I'm really curious on like some of his favorite movies. Like, I need to I, I need to know like more. Like what what is his shit? Like what get If you don't like Pulp Fiction and Quentin Tarantino, what do you like? Like when you like I don't know Doc McStuffins. Or Should have asked shit? him that too. Know. Like I, I yeah I gotta find that out. That that's that's wild. I, so like for me like. With Quentin Tarantino, man, like, Quentin Tarantino makes movies for people who love movies. That's the way I've always looked at it. He doesn't necessarily say, I'm going to make a movie for the masses. He thinks, like, I'm going to make a movie for me, Quentin Tarantino, because I love movies. So people who also love movies, who love movies who are, like, who are fans of, like, specific genres or specific styles of movies, they're going to love what he does because they can watch it and be like, Oh, I get this reference and this homage that he's paying or whatever. He has dope dialogue. He has insanely crazy violence. Like it's like everything that a real film goer could like about a movie. Quentin Tarantino will pack that shit into all his movies. And like Pulp Fiction to me is my top in my top three favorite movies of all time. And then um, Inglorious Bastards was a movie that. I don't know if it really flew under the radar a few few years ago. But I don't know. It couldn't have. I, I feel like it did because people, a lot of people don't really talk about it. But Inglorious Bastards was amazing to me. Like, that was one of my favorite movies that year. And it's probably my second favorite Quentin Tarantino movie. Like, Inglorious Bastards was the shit, man. And, like, everything Quentin Tarantino does, I love. Because I feel like he makes it for me. Like, I feel like he makes it for people who love movies. And so, like, he he's not just a guy who makes movies that's like, hey, let's make some shit. How do you, how do you not like Kill Bills? Like, like, even Kill Bill, like, to me, like, I feel like Kill Bill is like, the two Kill Bill movies are, like, on the lower level of his movies. Like, I like a lot of his shit more than I like Kill Bill. Like, Pulp Fiction, Inglourious Bastards, um, uh... Jackie Brown, even I like more. Um, I'm forgetting something, and I'm gonna be mad at myself about it because I know he's got like ten fucking movies. And I'm forgetting something. Well, I mean, it's like, like, yes, I mean, it's funny because I, I had to go on IMDb because I was trying to see movies that I hadn't. Um, oh, Reservoir Dogs! Yeah. Reservoir Dogs, man! Like Reservoir Dogs was my shit. That was his first movie. That shit was fucking amazing. And he's like so great with like dialogue and. Uh, running across different timelines and joining the shit together after the fact. Now, did you like? Uh, how did you? Did you I like everything he's ever done from *Dust to Dawn*? He didn't do that. That was he wrote that. He well, he that one is showing that. he was okay. Now, are we going directing or producing? Yeah, I'm worried about no, producing. No count. Di- shit that he directed. Okay. So like his *Reservoir Dogs* was first, and then *Pulp Fiction*, and then *Jackie Brown*. There's the two *Kill Bills*. There's Inglourious Bastards. There's Django. Um, um, there's a. There's something. You said else. Death Proof, didn't you? Yeah, Death Proof was one. Um, you um, had a. Uh, fuck. What was it? Uh, Sin City. Um, he didn't direct Sin City. He he. I think he wrote. I think like, he was like a guest director. He wasn't. Like yeah, he was like a guest director for like a scene or. A but he, he had the main movies though. You know the main the main movies he did. You know was you know pretty much you know the. Uh, like we say, Django, Lloyd Bastards, uh, Kill Bill, Jackie Brown, Red Rod Dogs. I feel like he makes movies for movie fans. 
And he, I, I, I think he just he I, for me I I feel that he pushes the envelope more than more than most directors that I've been the fans of. He and, definitely does. And so I don't know. I, I I really I'm I really need to find out like the movie that Johnny likes so yeah. I can get an understanding of like what is his what is his criteria for like the directing and and, and so forth. But yeah, I, I don't yeah. get. I don't get really, really, really And his word was horrible movie to describe Pulp Fiction. Horrible movie. I don't like get that, how you say horrible. I don't understand. I, it, for a guy like me who mm-hmm. I, I majored in film in college, I've watched movie on movie on movie. I've seen so much shit. And Pulp Fiction is still in my top three. And he called it horrible movie. Like, I don't. What made you do the major in film? Was it because I just love movies? Okay, and I was fooled into thinking that going into college for what you love was the right decision to make. <laughs> so <laughs> I was mistaken in that in that regard. But that's funny. Yeah, it's weird because I've been I've been really considering going back to school. And Don't I'm, do it for movies. No, no. <laughs> no. Do do it for something that can make a lot of money. Don't do it for Don't do it for what you like. <laughs> no, actually, I think I actually. I've, I've been really considering going back to uh, to just get my associates in information technology. That could work. Um, and because I've learned that people, I've I've heard from a lot of people who've gotten their bachelors in it. They say it's not worth it. They yeah. say you know, if you got your associates with certifications, you would be just as good as hmm. having your bachelors. Interesting. Yeah. So, but yeah. Anyhow. That's- that's another thing. My wife been pushing me to go back to school anyway, so I was like, been trying to. I've been researching and so forth, but yeah, anyway, that's a whole other story. All right, so what you got next? Uh, okay, I was looking at Grindhouse. That was the one who did. Okay, so I forgot Grindhouse, but Grindhouse was like uh, that. Like Grindhouse was like his. He had the portion of it, so like they don't. Those don't count as two separate ones. His Grindhouse was. Planet Terror and Death Proof. Mm-hmm. So then he had Death Proof was his portion of Grindhouse. So that's not two separate things. But uh, yeah, Quentin Tarantino is everything to me. Like whenever Quentin Tarantino comes out with a movie, it's on my top priority of movies I want to see that year. I so, think he got a new movie coming out. So yeah, he is called The Hateful Eight. That's supposed to come out. Um, I want to say this year, but it might be next year. Um, IMDB says 2015. Yeah, November 2015, The Hateful Eight. So, and that has, like, all of, like, his best... Like, the cast for The Hateful Eight is insane. Like, it has a combination of, like, all the best people who have done movies with him before and all the best people who do movies now. Like, it's it's, it's a great cast for that. So I'm looking forward to the Hateful Eight. That's his next movie. It comes out at the end of 2015. So, yeah, I'll be there for that. I will be there opening day. So, um, let's see. What do we have next? Where do we go next? Um, I think okay. I think uh, going to my boy Larry's uh, list will be list. Well, not list, but his his grouping will be make for a good discussion. His two, and one of them I kind of agree with, but his two are that he doesn't like Jay-Z and that he thinks that Illmatic is not Nas' best album. Well, Steven. No, Larry. Larry, I'm sorry. Yeah. 
So he doesn't like Jay-Z, and Illmatic is not Nas' best album. And to put it even farther, because I, I put that down just off what he said, but then he, he mentioned earlier that he thinks that I Am is Nas' best album. Well, coming from a strong Nas fan... As um, we both are. Uh, I respectively disagree. <laughs> Wait, do you disagree that Illmatic is not Nas' best album, or do you disagree that I Am is his best album? Or um, both? Both. I, 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 I disagree. Illmatic is Nas' best album. Um, so, I guess automatically I disagree with... Uh, right, I Am being the best one. I Am. I think, the thing is, I Am is a great album still. I still I love I Am. Mm-hmm. I just didn't think it was still. I mean, Illmatic though. It, I don't think I don't. I personally don't think that I hate saying it. it. It's funny. I hate when people say that, and I said it. Like I personally, because it is you. It's, a, it's, it's like, <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, it's redundant. Yeah, it's redundant as hell. But uh, I am is a great album. It just isn't Illmatic. I think you know Nas, and we had this conversation when we had the uh, the hip hop uh, episode. Yeah. Uh, but Illmatic was, I think he he raised the bar so high with that that I don't think any album he probably would make will will match Illmatic. But still, Matt, I mean, uh, I am was the second. I think uh, that was the second best album he had. I don't even go there. I don't think I mean, I don't think I am was second. Really? What's yeah. the second one? For me, Illmatic's not my first. Okay. I think Illmatic. Is probably okay. Here's the distinction that I make I think Illmatic is probably his best project that he's done, like it's probably the best album, but it's not my personal favorite. Mm -hmm. I personally like it was written more than Illmatic, so I am isn't even my number two. I like it was written more than I like Illmatic. I can respect. What Illmatic did for the culture, and I can respect Illmatic as a project and all that it was. But as far as my ears and what I enjoy listening to, I enjoy it was written more than Illmatic. And I will, I, I am totally backtracking on what I said two, <laughs> minutes, two, three minutes ago, and I agree that uh, it was written uh, is great and it was better than I am actually. Yeah, I, I yeah no yeah I put I put it was written past I am yeah I am had probably what is my I don't know why I would rank it but Nas is like is one of my all time favorite Nas songs I agree and I I will give it I am the the props for that but I am was probably his first kind of like more commercial kind of album like it had like a lot of radio shit on it that you could play. And that's not necessarily a knock, but I feel like that was his first one where he could reach people who weren't necessarily hip-hop fans. And I felt like It Was Written was still more exclusive to hip-hop fans. Like, it was very gutter, it was very raw, but I felt like it was, to me, just a more... Easier on the ears, kind of. Man, listen. now I feel like I want to go back through his music tomorrow. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. you can never, you can never yeah. not go back. Yeah, I agree. Catalog. I definitely, I definitely will put. Uh, 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 it was written right behind Illmatic to me, but yeah, yeah. For me, um, it was written. What is a is a much better listen to me because I feel like Illmatic at times can have a very slow and 
I don't want to say boring, but like a very a very low key kind of feel to it. Whereas uh, it was written has a lot more of a like a head nod, like really yeah. kind of like a banger kind of feel to it, but still being hood. And like I, I like um, affirmative action is like one of my all time favorite joints. Why, yeah, watch them niggas was like one of my favorite yeah, songs. The, 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 yeah, the, I the got a gun joint. Um, and then Street Dreams was like a huge hit for him. Like, like it was written for me as just like a big uh, gave you power was a huge a huge deal for him. Like, I don't know if it hit nationally at the time because I mean we were young at the time that uh, it was written came out. But gave you power was like a big a big deal in the sense of like. The idea of somebody rapping it in the perspective of of a gun, because that was like you had the the uh, the Tupac joint, the me and my girlfriend, where he he, he mm. rapped in the perspective of like a gun, but like gave you power was like the first time that, that really happened, and like gave you power was like a really a really good concept joint, where you rap in the perspective of a gun, and that that was dope, and like, I I like for me it was written was like way more impactful to me than Illmatic. And I feel like a lot of people who feel like Illmatic is like his best one were people who were way more into it at that time. Because when Illmatic came out, I wasn't really into it at that time. I, I listened to Illmatic after the fact. So it, it was written was more was more for me. So I, I, I would agree that Illmatic is not his best album. But I, no, I'm not going to say it's not his best album, but it's not my favorite album. It was written is more of my, my favorite album. And I Am is very close. See, and Janice, then you got to throw Stillmatic in there, too. Janice, I told you we don't agree on every fucking thing. We don't. <laughs> and we don't. I would, I would Stillmatic, was, with... Stillmatic was one of my favorite albums. And the thing is, I don't, I don't have any bad... I mean, other than Street Disciples. Street Disciples was horrible to me. But um, yeah. other than that, I think, you know, he made really good music, you know. Um, I would throw... Um, uh, I just lost it. Um, <laughs> the one after after I am, um, uh, still mad. I would throw still mad ahead of I am as well. I, I would put still mad at ahead I of can, I am as I well. I can see that. I can see that. So I am would be after who, who, whose question was this? Uh, my boy Larry. Larry. Okay. And f- if y'all want to confront him, is he's at Larry the sequel oh, uh, okay. on Twitter. And earlier, oh Johnny, who's who's punk ass in like Quentin Tarantino, he's at Liquid Slap. So that sounds like what it says: Liquid Slap, no underscores, nothing. Liquid Slap. He's the one who who slandered Quentin Tarantino because he's a bitch. And my boy Larry, he's at Larry the Sequel. He's the one to say he doesn't like Jay Z and he thinks that Illmatic is not Nas' best album. And then he added later that he thinks that I Am is Nas' best album. Whatever, dude. <laughs> Whatever. So I would say it was written, and then I might go Illmatic. I still might go Stillmatic first, but I'll, I'll say it was. I would say it was written Illmatic, Stillmatic, and then I am. So I am will be fourth for me, actually. And then actually, I can't even. No, Godson is my shit though. See, Godson was dope as fuck. I mean, it's like, you know... It's hard with Nas, man. It's hard with Nas. <laughs> it's hard. Uh, Godson... Actually, man, shit. I love Godson so much, man. 
I might I might put Godson. Um, I might I I probably would put Godson um, above I am. I would too. I would put Godson above I am. Absolutely. Um, my conflict would be where would I put Godson in relation to um, uh, Oh, why am I drawing a blank? Um, what was the other one? Stillmatic. Stillmatic. Where where would I put Godson in relation to Stillmatic? That that's my conflict right there. I don't know which one I would put first. But yeah, that that yeah, Godson. Cool. Godson is one of my favorites. You don't though. have to choose them right now. I don't. But we both agree that it was. Ma- we both agree that Illmatic is not our favorite Nas album. Who? Both me and Larry. Oh okay. So. We agree in that sense, but we don't agree. I am. He says I am is his favorite. I am is probably like my fifth favorite. So it, it's it's way farther down for me. But yeah, I like him. I like I like I am. It just wasn't one of my favorites. And then he said he doesn't like Jay Z. And I can also agree with that. I am not a Jay Z fan at all. Like at all. Like I. I like I like the blueprint and I like the black album. And that's pretty much it. And Jay Z has like fucking fifteen fucking albums. Those are the only two that I really will like I fuck with these albums. And here's my thing with Jay Z. I think that Jay Z benefits from his own mythology. Like he's Jay Z so everybody feels like he has to be the shit and you have to praise him. But I don't really fuck with Jay-Z like that. And I feel like his... At this moment, he gets a lot of props. He gets a lot of props off of his legacy. Like, he'll put out some shit, or he'll he'll drop a guest verse on some shit, and be like, oh shit, Jay-Z's rapping now, because he's kind of been retired for the most part. Just, you know, laying back, doing tours, getting Beyonce pregnant, and doing whatever he does. And he hasn't really put out that he, much he gets like the He gets like the longevity props and stuff. Uh, right. I mean, think I'm a big. I, I've been a big fan of Jay Z, um, but I think in his later years, he's not really doing anything that really like you know pushes me to like like him more or anything. But you know, it's it's a whole other era of rappers now. I mean, he, 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 you know, I I don't have to. I don't know. It's like I don't I don't have to hear any new Jay Z anymore. I don't take a step farther to say that most of what I've heard from Jay Z as of late has been whack. And I mean, whack. Not like he's been like, eh, no, no, it's been whack. Like, his verse, like, the the shit that he spits on, like, Drunken Love or... Like, his guest verses have been garbage. Like, bad. Lately. Like, I haven't heard anything from Jay-Z that I've liked in a long time. Like, most of what he spits has been I garbage. I mean, I'm convinced that I probably won't hear anything that I really enjoy from Jay-Z probably ever again. I don't think so. Like, I feel like a lot of shit that he puts out is whack. And, like, when I was in California for my homeboy's wedding, we were uh, riding the car listening to, like, old Jay-Z. And I was listening to it, and I was like, damn, this shit is hot, dog. Like, oh, you don't like this no more. I'm like, this right. shit is dope. Like, he done fell off. I was like, like, it was just, like, kind of like a reminder, like, listening to old shit. I was like, man, he was spitting, man. Like, this, this Jay-Z is kind of dope. But like Jay Z right now, man, like he trashed it. Like me, I like I like, like I like nineties and like early two thousand Jay Z, but nineties Jay Z was probably the best Jay Z 
that we've heard. It was like '90s type shit that we was listening to. Like Jay Z right now, like if I hear a song featuring Jay Z, it's like kind of like okay, wow, this is a song featuring Jay Z. Listen to it. This must be some big deal shit. And he listened to it, and his verse will be garbage, man. Like, like he just mailed it in. I'm yeah. like, okay, he needs to hang it up, man. Just hang them sneakers up and just call it a night. Yeah, I don't... And I've I, never felt that he was, like, really important. I've I mean, never really been a fan of his at that, all. I mean, I think... So I feel leery on that. Well, I, I, Jay-Z, to me, is definitely, you know, a part of the, the, the culture of, of, of rapping hip-hop. And he's done great music for it. Um, he's made great strides for it. I mean, especially, you know, post-rap with, you know, his his dealings with, you know, uh, uh, Def Jam and all that other stuff. But, I mean, I don't know. I, if I don't, I mean, as much as I like Jay-Z, I don't never have to hear another album from Jay-Z again. Because I know it's not going to be, you know, what I've heard in the past. So, yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I'm not... I'm not a big fan of his. I never have been. I never will be. But, I mean, he's... Yeah. He's whatever. I'm not a big fan. He contributed to the to to music what I, you know, I, I can enjoy. But I don't have to hear anything else from him. Especially new. Nah. So, we got two chicken-related comments. <laughs> oh, it's two? Two, yes. Okay. We have I, knew, one, I knew one. We have one from uh, at SoCoco on Twitter. So be S E A U X Coco C O C O A. She says, That's a lot. Yeah. She says Popeye's chicken is bland and poorly seasoned. And then we have another from at Sincerely Kyra who says fried chicken is not that serious. So we got two unpopular opinions that say basically one says Popeye's chicken is trash, the other says fried chicken in general is not that hot. Um. <laughs> uh, unfollow us. <laughs> I don't know what I'm to say. You know what? We're, we're, we're gonna take a small. We're gonna take a small break. <laughs> get our lives together. Get our lives together. And to uh, and yeah, and we'll be uh right right back. All right, so we're back on chicken. <laughs> so. Which one you want to address first? Just chicken in general or they're the same Popeye's to chicken? I mean, they're the same to be. Fried chicken is not that serious and Popeye's chicken is bland and poorly seasoned. So, I mean, they're, they're both slanderous toward chicken. So, I I don't get the whole... Well, I don't get the chicken... Chicken is, is fucking everything. Yeah, I don't. Which covers both, but... I don't say how chicken, fried chicken is not that serious. I don't say how chicken is somehow underrated. I mean, like overrated. fried chicken is is fried chicken. Other than steak, may be the greatest fucking meat ever. Right? Like it's like I don't get it. Like it's like saying Michael Jordan is not that serious. Like, like what's better than Michael Jordan? Like, <laughs> what's better than like fried chicken? That's like water is awful. Like yeah, like water's not that serious. It just helps you. And, live, and then it's like, funny because that comes off, you know, uh, the evening that I made like the best fried chicken I've ever made in my fucking <laughs> life. And to say fried chicken is just overrated. Like, ugh, I don't get it. That 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 is, that is definitely probably the the most unpopular opinion that I've probably heard. Yeah, probably. Because I mean, that shit even that shit transcends race, like. 
even white people will say the fried chicken is the shit. I mean, granted, they don't know how to make it, but it's still right. great. It's, it's, it's just, still great it's to just, them. It's just flour and frying. So. Yeah, it's like, but yeah, fried chicken is the awesomest shit ever. Um, as far as the Popeyes thing, though, like, no, <laughs> no, not at all. Like, I feel like she. I feel like she might have had her experience with Popeyes where she lives at and has forgotten what Popeyes is like here. Because here it's like, in Detroit, like, we don't really have complaints about Popeyes here. Like, no one complains. She said it's mainly about crispiness here. It's, it's, I mean, it, it's, it tastes good. It's flavorful. Like, there's never been, you know, an issue. I mean, the, the, the crust, I mean, oh. Oh. I wish I could just have some Popeye chicken right, <laughs> oh, I wish I had it right now. Did we do Popeyes one day? Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. No, that's 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 just fucked up. I think that wherever she lives <clears throat> at now, they must have shitty Popeyes because she said they have some like flavor shit where they give you like these Cajun spice flavorings and you put it on your chicken. And like, why they would you, why would you, you extra that? flavored chicken? I mean, it just comes flavored. You just get it. They how must it is. not. That's my point. Is like. Like, maybe wherever she's at right now, they don't... Maybe the, the Popeyes is bland, and that's why they give you this seasoning to put on it. But the, my thing with that is that, like, you aren't from there. You're from here. So, did you just forget completely where you live at? Like, or I mean, where you're from? That you act like that's just Popeyes in general? Like... I don't know, man. I if you get Popeyes like, here, because the shit that she talked about, the, shit, the, the flavor shit they give you, I was like, what are you talking about? What is that, dude? She's like, oh, I guess they don't have that in Detroit. I'm like, bitch, you from here? Like, do you remember that shit here? Like, I don't remember that shit being here. Like, they give you a chicken and you good. Like, if they gotta give you chicken, there's no additives that you have to like add. I mean, you could dip your shit in something, but there's no like seasoning. Is that like a, a area thing? Yeah, it's something that where she lived at. It's some 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 spices and shit that they give you in a packet. To put in your chicken, she's like, "Why do they gotta?" That give almost sounds like it's like not in this country. Like, is that? I don't know where she live at, but she said like they give you some shit to put on it, and she's like, "If your chicken was flavored well, why would you need uh, seasonings and spices to put on it?" I'm like, "Well, that's a good point." I'm thinking like, "Well, that's a good point," but I've never heard of that. So wherever you live at, that must be exclusive to where you live because nah, here in Popeyes, that's... they don't give you no seasonings to put on your shit. And she's like, she's like, and about Cajun whatever it's called, Cajun spice or whatever it is. I don't understand why you got to use that to season your chicken. I'm like, what are you talking about? Because what is that? they don't. And I'm like, that must be just you. Like, we don't have that here. Nah, that's some old fuck shit. Yeah, I'm like, I, uh, I I've never. Popeyes is like. Boy. I've never, uh, never seen that shit here. Um, but being that you, being a resident of here, you just kind of know. I mean, we just have good chicken shit. Yeah, I'm like, I, I like she actually, she's not from here. Like, do you think that people? The, do you like chicken? For, do you like chicken from Captain's? Who? Captain J's. Who is that? The big ass. I mean, I I, I know we've had Captain J's here. Uh, with the, I don't know what you're talking about. So really, you wherever is I J's? never had it. Really? Yep, I never had it. I mean, you get bulk ass chicken and big ass uh, aluminum containers. Now, what is Captain J's? Is this a restaurant or is it's this like, a, it's a grocery chain, store? It's a chain it a, that, uh, chicken place. It's a chicken place. I mean, you get fish and other shit too. It's but. here. Yeah, it's here. Where's it at? I never heard of this. Uh, it's one on Greenfield. It's one on Greenfield. Just sound like right by Joy. Me. Over it's over the old hood, and then it was a. Uh, it's one on um, 
Oh, Warren. What, Greenfield and what? The one that's by my hood. What is it? Greenfield and what? Uh, just north of Joy. Hmm. Between uh, Joy and Plymouth. Actually, between Joy and West Chicago. On the west side of the street. That sounds like where it used to be Popeye. Where Popeye is at. It's down the street from Popeye's. Hmm. Captain what? Captain J's. Huh. This is one right on Warren. Right it's good? Up. Yeah. It's, hmm. Okay. But, uh, yeah, yeah, y'all tripping. You and her. Y'all some other shit. Not me? I ain't saying no more Popeyes. Don't throw me in that, throw me in that fucking group, dog. Bye, man. I'll no. throw me in that shit. But yeah. I'll get Popeyes for the fucking biscuits, nigga. Like, I, yeah. The Popeyes. I fuck with Popeyes. And, they're, and they're, their biscuits is fucking awesome. But, for later, I do have a chicken-related unpopular opinion. My own one. So that's on deck. I got, I got a chicken-related one, though. So I might get slandered for that bitch. I got one on deck. Okay, I got one. I'm looking, I'm saving my own. I'm saving my own personal shit for the end because I got some shit. I got, (laughs) I got some shit. But you know, I'm opinionated as fuck. So I got, (laughs) I got some stuff that I'm ready to, I'm ready to put out there. All right. So um, let's see what we got. Else, what else we got? Um, so uh, here's a good one that we can talk about for a minute, and it works for good with the uh, NFL playoffs right now. And we talked about this last week. Uh, my boy Steve, he has a Twitter name. It's at OneBlackDynamite1. And he says that his unpopular opinion is that the Lions have trade Calvin Johnson. And he wrote an email explaining why he thinks that way. And I'm going to go ahead and read it right now. He says, uh, anyways, my unpopular decision is in reference to a Facebook post I made earlier during the Lions season. I propose, as I still do now, that the Lions trade Calvin Johnson in the offseason. Now, before I continue reading, when he made his, the post that he's referring to earlier, he mentioned that uh, when Calvin Johnson plays, he feels that it affects Matthew Stafford's ability to play because he feels like Matthew Stafford favors Calvin Johnson and makes bad decisions in favor of throwing to Calvin Johnson. And that he feels like the offense flows better when Matthew doesn't have the Calvin Johnson option. And at the time that he made that post, I felt that that was a poor reason to trade Calvin Johnson because I felt like that was a that's a Matthew Stafford problem to me. Like if Calvin Johnson's on your field and you are favoring Calvin Johnson and it's affecting your ability to throw to other receivers, that's your problem as a quarterback. That's not a Calvin Johnson problem. So I wasn't really supportive of that idea. Now, last week we discussed trading Calvin Johnson as opposed to keeping Indomitia Sue and all that shit. And we were both of the opinion that we should trade Calvin Johnson. So let's continue. I'm going to continue reading his email and we're going to see how it plays out in regard to our our idea of uh, trading Calvin Johnson. So he said, after the Dallas screw job, I went back and watched every single game the Lions played on NFL.com unless you do a replay and condenses it into 30 minutes. As I mentioned before, the games in which Megatron played the in which Megatron played, the offense did not flow as good compared to when he was out. Which is true. Like when when he was out and and they they were going through Golden Tate, they played a lot better. That that's true. He said Stafford leans too much on Calvin Johnson and his ability to make ESPN top 10 plays. As we all saw during the season, top 10 plays are something he can do every single time. 
I summarize my points to make it easier for y'all to discuss. One, trading Calvin Johnson toward the end of his prime makes sense. He's assumed to be 30-year-old receiver with questionable knees and feet. Those two areas alone will rob him of his speed and leaping ability within two seasons. Two, you can get a first-round pick for him still. If we hold on to Megatron as time goes by and my assessment of him holds true, people will say we should trade him. At that point, what the hell are we going to get? If Randy Moss wasn't worth a first-round pick in his later years, you think Megatron will be? Three, Drake can bring in multiple draft picks. The multiple picks can be used to draft his replacement. I'm sold on Amari Cooper being the next big wide receiver. And more importantly, offensive line help. Yes, we got screwed in Dallas, but our offensive line didn't do us any favors all year. Four, the trade forces Stafford to spread the ball around more. As I mentioned in the Facebook post, with Calvin Johnson out, his completion percentage increased, as did the amount of receivers catching passes. Everyone wants to blame the QB for all the mistakes, but having played the position, everything, having played the position, everything wasn't his fault. He actually did one thing that I didn't even think he could do, and that was to limit his turnovers compared to last season. That this was his first year in a new offense. His learning curve will only increase, but if he continues to take hits like he did, none of this will matter. Five. Trading Calvin Johnson creates some damn tax, tax space for us. All those terrible seasons we suffered through have gotten us a lot of number, a lot of first-round draft picks that we have to pay. Someone has to go. Wide receiver is a much easier position to replace versus QB and defensive tackle, e.g. re-signing Sue. Six, what I'm proposing isn't anything new or crazy. The Patriots do this all the time. Their only constant is the coach and QB. They constantly refresh at all positions because the reality is all other positions are all other positions are easier to replace. A top three tier QB and a great defense, which we had this season, can win you a Super Bowl, e.g. the Ravens two Super Bowl wins. Why would we not emulate a, emulate a successful method such as that? The league is only going to get tougher. It took eleven wins, our second best total ever, to get the damn six seed. Fuck being popular, give me wins and Super Bowl titles. I think that his unpopular opinion is not very unpopular. <laughs> I agree with pretty much everything he said. And we discussed this last week. And I think that we're at a point where with Megatron, like he is great. He's one of the best players that we've had in the Lions uniform ever. But I do think that we're at a very, very crucial point where we need to make the decision of is this a guy that we're going to roll with or is this a guy that we're going to move right now while he we can still get value for him and move forward on our own. And I like the idea that if we can trade him and get draft picks to where we can draft Amari Cooper, I agree that that is the move to make. I don't think that, especially since we went... 11-5 this year, and Calvin Johnson was, like, not a non-factor, but Calvin Johnson was not instrumental in this. This was Golden Tate. This was Matthew Stafford. This is Ndamukong. So this is our defense. Our defense won us these games this year. And I think that if we move Calvin Johnson and we can get offensive line help, or we can get Amari Cooper, and we can retain Ndamukong Sue. I think that will work out better for us. 
So yeah, I don't think I think on the surface this is a controversial opinion in the sense of like Trey Calvin Johnson is some shit that's like crazy because he's our most notable player. But I think that this is a very sound decision for the Lions. I think this could work out for them. Yeah, I don't think it's an unpopular. I don't think it's more of an unpopular, unpopular opinion. I think it's probably uh, opinion that people actually embrace. But I guess my I don't think people would embrace. It. I think people who are paying attention might embrace it, but I don't think it'll be overall good. Yeah, I think I, I guess my concern questions, you know, uh, would be. He's a dominant receiver, so he gets the attention. You know, so it's like when when Calvin Johnson's in the game, he's totally like double, triple team. So it it automatically gives whoever the opposite receiver is that much more attention. That's why you know I, I really believe it. If if we had lesser receivers, Golden Tate wouldn't Golden Tate would be good, but he wouldn't get the attention he get because they're always covering him, uh, Calvin Johnson. So if you get so you you get rid of Calvin Johnson and you get an a, a receiver who's known to be able to you know the potential of it. I think it's going to be similar though. If you get a receiver that's going to going to demand the same attention to that, it's going to be the same thing to me. I think. So why not do that and, and get more value? Because but, I think if you get if we trade and we get a a, a first round draft pick that allows us to get Amari Cooper, for instance, and you have Amari Cooper and Golden Tate. It presents the same issue, but without the financial it, aspect, yeah, yeah, I, and without and, and exactly. allowing us to retain and down the consumer. That, that would be the, the the biggest thing is just money. Then it's not you know Calvin Johnson for you know what he can do. It's for a lesser person, a lesser uh, cost person that can get that much thing because. Say we get Amari Cooper and he doesn't make. Obviously, he comes in early. I mean, maybe shit. He gets you know he makes whatever he's going to make coming in. If we get him, we're still we're still left with one receiver. No matter who, what, no matter what great receiver we get, we're still going to only have one receiver. There is no. You mean one receiver? One receiver that really gets the ball. Like you know, think about any other team in the NFL. There's still only. Make one receiver that that gets the ball on most teams that are like really high profile receivers. You think about Arizona, you know, um, um, Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald. You think of Dallas. You think of Des Bryant. You think of any most other teams. They have one receiver because there's you know you can't you can't cover two receivers great like that. So it's but always going to be why one he wants to make this move. Because uh, if you look at Arizona and you look at Dallas, they have not been successful. They have their one receiver, and you got this Bryant racking up all the stats. You got Larry Fitzgerald racking up all right, the so stats. Right, so I think if it's but a, I think if we have like finance? I think he's trying to make us like the Patriots. You have uh, Stafford, and it's not to say Stafford is Tom Brady, but if you got Stafford, but like Brady. They never had, like, a guy... Well, I mean, they did back when they had Randy Moss. But, like, they've been successful way past Randy Moss. But they've never had a guy like Des Bryant or their... Yeah, Gerald. because they don't need a, a but they, guy. But that's because they spread it around. They got right. they got all these guys who are who are good, who they can hit... Who, who they can get the ball to. And I think he's looking at it like, if we got rid of Calvin Johnson, a guy who, who Stafford is kind of focused on, and bring in, like... Uh, a crew of receivers who are good and give him many options that could work out better for him 
and they can also save us money to where we can uh, reinforce the offensive line and and retain the defense that we currently have. Yeah, I agree. And I feel like if it feels like if we keep Calvin Johnson, we're going to make losses in these areas of the of of the defense and the offensive line that we can't really afford. So I, thing, I, 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 get I don't even disagree with him. I just, I guess, my question is, you know, if we get a, if you get another prime receiver, other than you know the the money wise, it's not going to help as far as bringing more receivers, as far as more input. It's still going to be, uh, you know, one receiver is going to get more than the other. But I get him what he's saying as far as you know, cap wise, money wise, and we can spend less and have the same impact. Let's go for it. No matter if that means drafting, you know, a guy like Amari Cooper. Yeah. And so because, you know, it's rare that you have teams where you have multiple receivers that are that great. I mean, other than like, you know, you have a tight end that's good or you have a, you know, whatever. But, yeah, I I, I say that to say that I I agree with him. I think if they did, you know, rid him, you know, and get a lesser receiver, more money, uh, that could – Perform as well or anything remotely close, we would be good. But I'm I'm pro keeping Sue. I would keep Sue over most people in the game. And I think that's ultimately what it boils down to. I feel like my and like I said, we discussed this last week. I feel like Sue is is much more difficult to replace than a wide receiver. And I feel like he's more valuable than a wide receiver. I feel like we can get. If we were to get rid of Calvin Johnson and get some first-round draft picks and shit and get Amari Cooper or whatever, I feel like Matthew Stafford is good enough to make that work. I feel like if we kept Calvin Johnson and we were losing Dominican Sue, I feel like we'd be far more fucked. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm I'd pro. Rather, I'd rather keep I, – I really, really, really want to keep Dominican Sue. And that's a big deal to me. I feel like that's – our defense is what won us 11 games. It wasn't our offense because our offense was trash this year. Not trash, but our offense was not no, it wasn't what we there. expected. It wasn't there. And we won 11 games based on our – and 11 games was a disappointment. And if like, our, we won 11 uh, games based off our defense. And if our, if our offense was, you know – If our offense was if, the offense from like two years ago. If our offense was, you know, 80% of what our defense was, we would still be playing. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. And I feel like we might be better off with uh, a new guy like Amari Cooper and keeping Golden Tate. Because Golden Tate was incredibly impressive to me. I don't really understand how Seattle underutilized him last year. Like, his ability to get yards after the catch was amazing to me. Like, I love like, Golden Tate and, this and, year. And Seattle's actually been playing good and they're winning. And obviously they're doing well because they're still playing. But I just I, I don't understand how it, how could they rationalize losing him? Like, I don't know how they put off especially since using losing him, part of why they were comfortable with losing him was gaining Percy Harvin and then Percy Harvin was not a factor. Nah. But they still were successful and it's because of their defense. And Russell Wilson. And like I feel like we can afford to lose Calvin Johnson if we can replace him with a solid wide receiver who's not Calvin Johnson level. We don't need Calvin Johnson, who is like the top tier receiver, when we were successful without him, we can, we, can we, get we, him. we can get a guy that's that's a lesser that has lesser contributions than Golden Tate, but can still catch the ball, and we will still be good. Right, and I don't think that we can have that same impact if we lost a Dominican suit. 
So oh, no, I, I, I'm I'm pro defense. Like I think you know for the Lions, they I, I they need to their number one priority is to resign Sue and to add to the offensive line. That's and I, think, I agree. I think that's what they need to do. They do that. I think we'll be playoff bound for the next few years. I think if they if they do that and they get like um they get if they were to theoretically trade Calvin Johnson and were to get. At this point, they would get a lot, a lot for Calvin Johnson. I think they could be very, very successful if they were to do that. that has to so, be. That on has the to surface, his idea of the Lions need to trade Calvin Johnson seems like a, a, yeah. a un, unpopular for, opinion. I, I think but for, I think that's a good move. Yeah, I think for fan, I think for for you know uh, unbiased fan, they 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 will have to see that that. Calvin Johnson leaving could be a uh, could be a, a potentially great thing. For it us. is. It's, it's hard, but I mean, especially because we've had so many shitty seasons, and Calvin Johnson is the best thing that happened to the Lions since Barry, and he's been amazing. And I think whenever Calvin Johnson decides to hang it up, his contribution to the Lions will be historic. Like he's going to be one of the all-time great Lions. He's going to be everything for this franchise. And what he's done so far has been amazing. And I always absolutely love Calvin Johnson. He gave me some of the best moments as a Lions fan. Some of the stuff that he's done. But I think at this point, in the interest of winning, we might be in that position to where trading him might be a good move. Mm. So I don't think that it is an unpopular opinion. So he's right in saying that it's an unpopular opinion. But I think that that might be a really, really good move for the Lions to, to move him. At this point, and get a whole lot for him, and retain shit that's like less popular but more effective. So I I, I like that idea, and I kind of I'm not gonna say I hope that that happens. I don't I don't want to hope to get rid of Calvin Johnson, but like I think that's a good move, and I'm, I'm excited for what the Lions can do in the off season. Agreed. So um, another one we got is um. We got one from a, a white person, a white mom. This is at Shushu, S-H-U, S-H-U, 1124. She's white. She's a mom. And she says that... <laughs> I feel like her being a white mom is going to tie into this. It's, it's, it's relevant. Okay. Um, her, her unpopular opinion is that sometimes spankings are necessary. Are necessary? Are necessary. And white people, like, spankings are popular in the black community. So that's why I pointed out that she's white. And her, her opinion is that spankings are necessary. And I... Yes. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously we would agree. Like, black people generally agree with spankings being necessary. I think, like, spankings are like... <laughs> spankings are so fucking effective. And I, <laughs> I think it's really slept on by white people for the most part. So the fact that she said that, like, yeah, spankings are clutch... Yeah, kind of true. Yeah, I mean, I just, it's funny because I think of like you know I'm not a parent, but I think of my my nephew and and he's a you know my oldest nephew. I could not have two nephews. Um, my oldest nephew, you know, is a let's great talk kid. about pause. Let's talk about your younger nephew. Uh huh. Give some background on that because you've talked about you talked about Marcus like incessantly. But we haven't heard anything about the other nephew until we, you started posting pictures. All right, so my my youngest nephew, he is, I think he'd be five months this month. Um, so this is who? 
who's whose kid is this? He's my 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 brother's uh, my brother's son. Okay. Um, my so Marcus is Marcus for the, for the listeners. Marcus is Marcus is my sister's my sister's son, which is the middle child. My sister's right. the middle child. And Marcus is how old? My, Marcus is eleven. Okay. Um, my brother, who's twenty six. Mm-hmm. How old is your sister? My sister is Marcus mom. She's thirty. She's thirty. She's thirty. Okay. She's thirty. So um, my brother, who's twenty six, had a son um, this past year, um, late this year. So he'd be. So my nephew be four. So this is why we was recording the podcast, huh? This is why yeah, we yeah. recording yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he's I'm trying to get put the listeners on, like yeah. <laughs> you know, I figure the listeners are familiar with Marcus because you talking about him and yeah. his football and shit and right, right, all that, right. But they exactly. don't know about yeah. So my, you know, people my, have seen the the, the 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 child, the infant, right, right. So, so they might not know, right. So my my youngest nephew, his uh, um, his name is Chase. He's uh, he's like Chase five Bank. months now. Like Chase Bank. Right, exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> so he's uh he's like five months. Um and it's so cool, man, because you know, I never my mom always thought that, you know, I would be the next person to have a kid. Uh, we never thought that my brother was just I mean, at this time, you know, it's just like you know, he would have a girl or whatever, whatever the case and so forth and you know, he met some chick and whatever happened should happen and so forth and She's like the deadbeat of moms and shit like that. <laughs> Real talk on the What Up Dog podcast. She all is day. terrible. She's a deadbeat mom. She's all day. terrible, dog. You know, they've been through so much bullshit, but, you know, he's been such a. But niggas know, gonna nigg, and. <laughs> all his uh, brother's nigging. Yeah, he, he nigged for real with that one, dog. But, you know, you know, my nephew is like, you one of the greatest things that came, came out of that, you know. And, yeah, that's you know, how it happens. It's, it's just so nuts, man. You think about, you know, like, and and I I don't want to. It's like you don't. I don't want to brag about it, but my nephew, he's like the best kid ever, dude. Like, you know, I, I keep him often. You know, it's been many weekends that I've had my nephew over. You know, because my wife, you know, likes to keep him and stuff like that. And How old is he? Like, he's he'd be five months. Five this, months. This okay, month. so we still infant. Yeah, he's still life. infant. You know infant what I mean? Okay. He's like one of the best fucking infants, dude. Like, you know. He's definitely much easier because I, you know, when my nephew, when my first nephew Marcus was, you know, I used to keep him a lot. But well, he lived with me. I was living at the time when, when you know, when Marcus was born, I was still living at home. My mom and stuff like that, and my sister had him. You know, I always had him. You know, even for like the short stint that I moved out, you know, I used to keep him with my, you know, the girlfriend I was at the time. You know, and he gave me hell. Like straight. This time you want to say he gave me head. He gave me straight. <laughs> that's, that's, that's horrible. Uh, he gave me head. <laughs> he gave me straight, straight hell. I remember one time I kept him with the girl, girlfriend I had at the time, and I don't know what was wrong, man, but he cried for like three hours straight. Like no matter I changed his diaper. This is Marcus. No, this is Marcus. Yeah. Okay. No matter I changed his diaper. You know, making sure he was dry, fed him. And he was just, he was just like, fuck this shit. <laughs> but, you know, Chase, you know, saying long as he's dry, long as he's fed, he's happy, man. Ooh. You know, but it's like, I don't know, man. It's, it's, but it's it's so crazy, man, because his, his mom is such an asshole. <laughs> you know, and it's like, how do you like, and he's such a, he's such a good kid. I just wonder, like, how do you not want to be around? Because my, ne- my, my brother is pretty much, he doesn't have so, we're, we're 
like I'm working with my brother at this point to start, you know, to get sole custody of because he's like sole custody. Yeah, because okay. the mom she well one she has she other, real shitty. She has other kids that she doesn't have custody of. Oh fuck yeah, you know she ain't shit then. So it's like I could I don't I don't know how. And my brother was on the last podcast, so we talked to him. Right. So you heard, you know, we, but we never heard anything in depth about him. But you have a, I, I don't know if I can fuck a bitch that doesn't have custody of her kids. Yeah. Like, that's, that's tough. In the course of, in the course of courting and dating and stuff, you talk about certain shit and you say, hey, I got a couple of kids. And he's like, oh, cool. So where are your kids at? Well, my mama and my grandma take care of them. Like, you got, I think, I think, I think she has four. But shit, I, I think it's three. But I, I'm, I, I almost think it's four. But she has two kids that lives with her mom, and then I think it's a one or two that lives with her grandma. Like what the fuck, bitch? What are you doing with your life? But it's like, dog, you fucked her. Yeah, I say you gotta look at your brother like. Nigga, I totally blame him. Like, dog, you fucked this bitch. Like, why are you with this bitch? And she has, like... You fucked her raw. Raw. Obviously. Yeah. Well, it, it's funny because I remember her because when, you know, the transition between me moving out of my house and moving in the house I was renting at the time, moving with my wife before we married, my brother was staying in the house and she would be over there and they would be hanging and I didn't know much about her. Then he got pregnant. Then she got pregnant. And then, you know, I was like, okay, y'all gonna keep it. So now y'all keep it. And I'm like, dog, she doesn't have custody of other kids. Why the fuck would you want to fuck with a bitch that don't have custody of their kids? Like, right. how does that how does that happen, dog? Man, I, unpopular. I don't know. I don't even know if that even falls in the unpopular opinion. But don't fuck <laughs> with bitches that don't have custody of their kids. Right, yeah. That's, that's a bad sign. So now I'm just trying to push, man. I'm trying to do whatever. I'm trying to help him to do whatever he do to make sure he get full custody. Because if she don't care about, you think he's ready for full custody? No. <laughs> no. No. I you know. Yeah. I, I honestly feel me. Me and my wife were talking. I honestly feel that you know if if it didn't work out that he didn't want to take custody, and I think we would we would try to push to get custody of my nephew if yeah. it got if it came to that point because. I'm not one. I'm not. I don't want my my nephew to to wound up with one of her relatives right. and just be another kid with them. I think one of the two of the kids' uh, dad uh, did die or some shit or some shit. So he's not like alive for it and shit. So it's not like he's not like a dead be he's just dead or some shit. I don't know about the other ones, but. I just don't understand, like, you know, you bring a life in this world, like, how the fuck do you just don't want to take care of it? And it's crazy because that's kind of how my nephew is. My nephew, my oldest nephew, Marcus, his dad isn't around. I'm thinking, like, dude, he's one of the coolest kids ever. How the fuck do you not want to be around your kids? That's just like the, that I, I, I can't, I don't, I can't relate. I, I don't understand that shit. And, you know. And it, and it probably was strange as fuck to you, Ben. It's, you know, you you know you 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 take care of the hell out of your your son. So it's like you know, how do you, how would you have a kid and just not want it when that kid comes out? My my oldest nephew looks exactly like his dad. Like how do you have how do you have a kid and just say fuck it? Like I don't get that shit, bro. I don't bro. get it either. 
my goal was to have somebody like me who I could mold and like have like you know build a relationship with and like I, I don't get it like me and my son are like we're best friends man like and like I said when I got him his, I, his iPod and we could text each other now and he's only six years old and we could text each other now and it's like it's crazy man like it, it's great to me I don't understand how somebody could not want that to have this relationship with a kid like that to where like the kid looks up to you and, and wants to be around you all the time and you can you can help mold them into being a great person and a great man or or woman whatever your kid is and I don't know I don't get it man it's man I don't it's easily the it, uh, best part of my life is having him around like you know, I, I look forward to when he comes back like okay he's with his mom for X amount of days and and as soon as he comes back I'm like I'm ready to have him back like you miss me yes I missed you let's Hang out, man. Let's 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 and chill. I, like I understand, like you know, the love I have for my nephews, especially my older nephew, because you know we actually hang out and stuff like that. I keep them all the time, you know, and yeah. stuff like that. I I just feel like I feel like that it's a, a, a hundred plus times better when it's actually your child. Yeah. So it's like the the love and affection I have for my nephew has to be that much more times more times more times more. If it's your actual child. Right. So it's like, how do you just diss that shit, dude? Uh, like, yeah, I, don't I don't get know. it, dude. I don't get it either. You know, and it's like, you know, lately, well, my, you know, my nephew is like five, my youngest nephew is five months, and I was so pulled to him. It was like, I, I, I realized that I was like neglecting my oldest nephew. So it's like, lately, I've been trying to, like, you know, you know, I don't, I don't, it's, it's not like I love one over the other. You know, uh, but I spent more time with my younger nephew, so I was like, I've been trying to get with my my oldest nephew. Like today, I got over. We started playing PlayStation for a couple of hours and you know, stuff like that. I was just like, dude, how do you just leave a kid? Like, how do you not Man. claim your child? That's just know. crazy to me, dude. I, mean, I can't wait till you have a kid, dog. You gonna kill the game? If you have a kid? No, I'm so. I'm excited for you to have a kid, man, because I like to see fathers who like who are like. Into their kids' lives, dog. I know you're gonna be. I know you're gonna be like that, man. I can't that, wait till you have a kid, we're, we're, dog. Man, like, that shit is gonna be so great, dog. Because it's like dope. To, it's like I don't see it. I'm not gonna say I don't see it a lot because I do. I do see it. Like my my friends are like totally like into their kids' lives. Like I can't wait till you have a kid, man. Because I'm like you're gonna be totally into it. Because you into it as a as an uncle and, and with nephews, and you into it deep. So like when you have your own kid, dog, you are gonna be so into it. It's gonna be so. It's gonna be so dope, dog. So I can't wait. I can't wait for you to have kids. But yeah, it was like you know. I tell you know. I don't. I don't. I'll never want to you know say hey. This is just as good as a fucking parent because I understand that you know a parent's love for a child is so much you know greater. But but you need that for for your own. But but the love I have for my nephew, I'm like, dude. I know it has to be that much for a parent. So to not care for your child as a parent, I mean, as a as a real parent, no, I don't get that shit, man. Niggas I don't gonna get be so live. Niggas gonna be so live when you have a kid on deck, dog. You gonna be ready, dog. Like that, this nigga about to be ready. He about to be in there. But it, 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 and it doesn't even like you know click like because you know I'm technically a stepdad because I have you know my 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 wife has a son, and that's so weird because that's a good that's a good step though. Yeah, it's a good step, but it's a weird step because it's already established. You know, he's like a mid-teenager and stuff right, like that. So, right. you know, it's not like, you know, I don't discount it, but it's... 
You you can't help but feel like the new nigga. Oh, you are you you are the new nigga. Yeah, I am you the can't new help but feel like that. I am. And the that's new not nigga. the same. And I don't discount him, you know, but I know that it's not the same as having like a. It's not the same as having a kid. Yeah, you know, it's not even the same as you know my nephew because I already had that relationship, you know, for years on. Like my nephew was born, uh, Marcus was born. You know, we was all in the same house, so. You know, I've been active with him for the last eleven years. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't get deadbeats, dog. That's I don't crazy. Me, I don't bro. get it either at all. But that shit is a privilege, dog. And to have that and turn your back on it, that's crazy to me. Yeah. I don't get it. And you have like so much shit. Like you got your nephew. You got like okay. So you look at it like you got your wife's kids. You got your nephews. Like you, you ready, dog? Like you, when you get yours, you gonna be, you gonna be ready, you gonna be there, dog. Like I'm like hyped yeah. for that. I'm, we, I'm hyped for you to get that opportunity. Yeah, we, like we, we, when we, you get that, it's gonna be on. Like it's gonna be dope. I'm ready for that. I, I feel like it's gonna be a really good. I feel like it's gonna be a really good scenario for you, and that's gonna be a really good experience for you. Yeah, I feel like, like you already are, are built for it. And I'm, it's like I'm, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just waiting for you know. what I'm saying I don't know. It, it was I think I forget it was the episode of Fresh Prince. Where somebody was having a baby in it. No, it was Martin. The baby and the baby was just shot out and it was just caught. And he's like, yeah. And I'm just like, I'm just yeah. like, it's like I'm just waiting and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's crazy because kids is one of those things that I never, it was never one of those things where I, I felt that defined me when I got older. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, a lot of people feel that, you know, when you, they want to have kids and that's going to define their next step of life. And kids never did. But, I'm like, you know, my wife wants kids, so I'm like, cool, we're going to have a kid, and, you know, and it's so crazy, because her mom is a twin, and so twins are in there, so I feel like, most likely, the next, you know, if we end up having a kid, it's going to end up being a fucking twin. Well, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to wish that on you, but I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm ready for you to have your kid, I feel like it's going to be a I feel like, one time, I, mean, I feel like, you know, let's get this. Let's get the multiple kids thing knocked out with twins, but at the same time, like man, we ain't gonna never sleep, dude. Yeah, but, it's tough. Yeah, but it's cool. I'm I'm looking forward to it, man. So, so um, before we wrap up, let's get up on our. Uh, we're at a uh, hour and a half. Let's get up on our own uh, our own unpopular opinions because I wanted to touch on something. We I got some left that I didn't touch on from other people, but. We're, we're, we're running kind of late, so I kind of want to touch on the ones that we got. So, um, what ones do you have some that you want to talk about? Um, I had... Okay, so, the one I did... The one that I did have... I have, I have another one, but I don't know if I'm saying it. <clears throat> Say that shit. I'm scared. <laughs> Say so, that shit. The one I did My have... The one, one of the unpopular opinions I had is that... Uh, um, you're, you're familiar with Angela Bassett, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. My opinion, she's not attractive to me. <laughs> Angela Bassett is not attractive. Like she's she she's in shape for her age, but I just feel like she's not attractive. Like she she's not. I mean she she looks she looks good for her age. I think that's what gets people for her. But she's not like I wouldn't like seek her out at the club if I was like. <laughs> Random fifty-eight-year-old and shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, she's I would. Hot. I wouldn't necessarily just seek her out. I just don't think that she's attractive. And I think because she's black, 
and because she's older and because you know she takes yeah. care of her body. Yeah. You know, people pushes that like saying, Oh, she's awesome. Like, no, nah, fuck that. She's not attractive to me. She's like that I think that is kinda unpopular because a lot of people stand for her. I, I can't stand for her. <laughs> I, I get that, I get that. I think like Angela Bassett is like I think she's probably for me is one of the top black actresses. Because people always want to put Halle Berry in that shit. And to me, Halle Berry is kind of a shitty actress. But oh, she's Angela, a Bassett, Angela Bassett is a great actress. She's a great actress. I would never take that away from But if we're talking about her attractiveness, yeah, I get that. She's not all that fine. Like, no, yeah, she's, yeah. she's not. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and. and I have another one I would add, but I don't know. Keep I'll, it going. Keep it going. Uh, if I had to add to that... Um, Lupita is not attractive at all to me. Oh, now that's an unpopular opinion. Way to, way to take it to the next level. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. She's not attractive at all to me. Like, well, she stands out. People stand for her because of her whole natural look and shit. It's because of her complexion. Yeah. If and she people was, so desperately want a dark-skinned chick to be hot. If Lupita was Aaliyah's complexion, she would not be attractive to people. Yeah. At all. And it's like, you know, I, I I get that, you know, we we've had a history of, of dark skinned women not appealing being appealing in the movies and in cinema and you know in the industry and stuff like yeah. that. And I understand that. You know I, I I don't even understand, you know, her her even winning her award because I don't think that she was even that great even in, in, in the movie. Uh that was a twelve years later. Yeah, yeah. I don't think she was that great in that. I mean she she had a good role in the movie, but I still don't think that she was that great at it. But no, she's not. I don't think she's attractive. That's I don't a good think, one. That's a good one. I, I, I don't. I don't. I think it was. I seen some guy today on Twitter uh, tweet about her, and people went nuts fucking with him. He tweeted something that bad. She, he, I think he said she wasn't attractive or something. Yeah. like something to that effect. That's, that's yeah. You don't get shade like. Saying that Lupita Lupita's hot right now in the sense of like you gotta say something good about her, or you don't get shaded. Like she, she's no, hot. I don't. Like, I don't think she's attractive. I right? don't either. I don't either. I, I agree. And people want so desperately to have a a dark skin a dark skin chick be hot that like if you say she's not hot, you you gonna get shaded. But like, I, yeah, I agree with you. Like she's not really that hot. Like, yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't eh, think she. I don't think she's that hot at all. I. I I, mean, I she may be a, a good actress, but she's by no means attractive. I don't think so either. I mean, you know, ball part, ball hair look in general is not hot to me. Well, yeah, I mean, I think if some women can rock a ball good, but you know, no, she's not, and she don't even have titties, so I think yeah. it just takes her out of the out, out of the thing. But no, she's not at all to me. So all right, so I got one, man. My mine is one of mine is I think that Sweetwater Wings is overrated and they kind of trash. Ah! I don't like Sweetwater, dog. Really? I think Sweetwater Wings is trash, dog. Like, and, and I made that one just off, like off rip. Like when I when I decided that we were gonna do one for uh, unpopular opinions, I made that one. But then uh, my fiance went and got Sweetwater Wings. Um, was it last night? It was either last night or the night before. And dog, I'm telling you, the business was trash, dog. Like trash. Like, I ate it, and I was like, this is garbage. And she didn't even finish them. And it was like, you can have these, you can take them to work, or you can have them the next day. I was like, I don't even want them. Like, they were whack to me, dog. And I don't understand 
the whole idea behind Sweetwater Wings being the best wings in the city. Now, no, not one. They're no, not. No, dog. One. They're not. No. The best. They're not the best wings in the city. No, I they, do not. They like, used, the thing is, they used to be really good. And I don't know if because of the the popularity of them that the quality of them went down. The, I think it's about like motherfuckers just want to be on a train. They did like I said last week about um people just want to be part of some shit that's popular and just saying like they just want to be part of the conversation. I feel like that's what it is about Sweetwater Wings, dog. It's just like Sweetwater Wings got a reputation of being the shit, and people just say like. They just want to be in on it. Like, yeah, they shit. Yeah, they shit. Dog, Sweetwater Wings ain't shit to me, dog. Like, I, I ate them bitches last night, and I was like, they whack, dog. Like, they weren't even good. Like, the first time I had them, I was like, eh, they're okay. Whatever. Not a big deal. When I ate them last night, I was like, these are whack. Like, nah, nigga. They, like, they are whack. Like, these are not even good to me. Like, I, <laughs> I, I, I told her, I was like, if I had these, I would finish them. But it was just because they're chicken and I'll finish them. Because they're like yeah, Because it's chicken. <laughs> but like, the, I ate the bitches. I was like, these are garbage. Like, these are not good at all. I do not get the rave over Sweetwater Wings, dog. Them bitches is garbage to me. Like, they're not good at all. I would rather have Happy's Wings or... Um, I'd rather have Wings from 7-Eleven. I've been eating Wings from 7-Eleven. The- How are they Wings? Huh? How are 7-Eleven wings? Nigga, them bitches is the truth, dog. They got spicy wings in there. I would get the spicy wings. You can get 10 for $7. <laughs> them bitches is the truth, dog. Them bitches is good as fuck. I will eat them wings and have no problems. Gotta, they good as fuck. Try. I will have Happy's wings, like Happy's Pizza. Them wings, good as fuck. New Wave, New Wave to me is like, their wings are like mad skinny. Like, they don't really have much beat on them. They taste good. The seasoning seasoning is good. Are they dry wings or are they like flavor wings? Dry wings. Okay. This the I think you gotta have Captain J's. They they're pretty good. Yeah, the 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 new way ones, they're good dry, but they're like they're so skinny, they don't really have no meat on them. But they taste good. The fucking uh sweetwater dog, man, sweetwater wings is trash to me dog. I don't understand how people act like these are the best wings in the city. Nigga, I didn't even want them. She's like, I got Damn. wings left over. You can have them next. I was like, I don't even want those. Like, they're not good at that all. That bad, though? They were not good at I all. I had some the terrible wings. I was wings. like, don't even. I was like, I don't even want them. Like, you can just throw them out. I'm good. I don't even want to eat those. Like, they Damn. were trash. I don't understand. I don't understand the popularity behind Sweetwater Wings. Them bitches is trash to me, dog. I, 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 man, fuck them. So, one of the other ones I had was, like, <laughs> I think I think E forty sucks. <laughs> is that, I don't know if that's just me, but I think E forty is trash. I, I, I've never been a big fan of E forty, and and I I would agree with that. I, I'm not a big fan of him. Um, I think he 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 spews like some of the most craziest bullshit ass lyrics. I don't like his rap style. I don't like his voice. He sounds very like proper and like his he. he I don't like the way he sounds. I don't. He's never spit a hot line to me. And like, if you look at that Big Sean song, the "I don't fuck with you," the "I don't fuck with you" joint, he, it, it, it would have went great without him on it. Yeah, his lyrics, his bars on that was garbage. Like they were, they had no continuity. He was just saying shit. They were all garbage. Cause he always just saying random ass shit. He's yeah. not like I don't like his voice. Like everything about E40 is trash to me. I don't like E40. 
I think he sucks. And I don't understand why people give him any kind of credibility. I think I think E40 is like trash. Another one I put was that I think that brimmed hats are garbage. And when I say brimmed hats, I don't mean like um like if you got like a uh like a winter hat with a brim on it. I mean brim hats like uh like Dick Tracy type uh <laughs> like hats with like a brim like all the way around. I feel like that's like an old nigga uh symbol. Like you old <laughs> like you older like I feel like once you once you rock like a hat with a brim that goes all the way around, I feel like you have you've relegated yourself to old niggerness. Like that's it. you just said like I'm just old now. Old niggerness. Old niggerness. <laughs> <laughs> I think that you feel like that shit is hot now, and I feel like your your opinion of what is hot has you've lost it. Like I feel like you think like this is what old niggas like. Man, I really, I've never seen a nigga. I just, I just in a, hope in a I never get the old niggas in a hat with a brim that goes all the way around. Like I feel like you you just decided like okay, I think this is hot right now. I think this is cool. I think that's I think that's an indicator of the fact that you old at that point. I, I don't fuck with old old brim ass hats. Old like, brim nigga. Ass I'm not talking about like baseball hats, like a fucking like a you know no, no, a, a Dodgers hat you, or some shit. Like some big Tracy I'm shit. talking about yeah, I'm talking about like fedoras and shit like that. Like if you see a nigga with a fedora on, I feel like you you gave up on looking cool. Like I feel like you feel like that's cool. Once you feel like that's cool, you old now at that point. Like, I don't think that's really a good look. Well, that's note to self. Don't get the old. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. If you want to rock it, rock it. But I'm just saying, like, to me, I don't think that's a good look, dog. If I see you in a fedora, I'm going to be like, man, this nigga, he lost it, dog. I can't (laughs) focus this nigga no more, dog. Like, like, fedora's a whack to me, dog, for, like, a a, a black dude. And he just rolled up in, like, a suit and, like, a fedora. I feel like you, you, you on your Dick Tracy shit. Like, you just, you don't care anymore, man. You don't even, you, you don't really know no better. Dude, that's funny as hell. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not a fan of fedoras, man. I feel like that shit is played out. Not played out, but I feel like it's corny. No, I, 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 I know mad niggas who like feel like a fedora and a, uh, a suit with a bow tie is like a good look, and I feel like that shit is mad corny. Would you wear a bow tie? <sighs> no. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a bow tie guy, man. I, and it, it kind of plays into my other unpopular opinion that I think that like... Uh, uh, like bow ties and like um, earrings. I feel like earrings is kind of like for girls. Like I've never been a big earring guy. Like I, I've never got my ears pierced. I've never wore earrings. I kind of feel like that shit is for girls, man. Like, and as I said, we're talking about unpopular opinions. I understand that like I got a, a lot of dudes rock earrings, man. I got a lot of homeboys who rock earrings in like an ear or whatever. But like for me, man, I always felt like that shit was for girls, man. So like I never. I've never been earring guy, so like fedoras and earrings and I don't know, man. I feel like that shit is corny. I left my earrings in the house today, so let's go. Cool. I'm glad you did. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny, man, because I think um, earrings, like one earring guy, it was like really popular. I, I remember when I was like, because I got both of my ears are pierced. I got one of my ears pierced when I was like 13 or something. But I remember all of the kids in my neighborhood was getting their ear spears. And it was, it was just leading in the hood. I never see you with no earrings, though. Really? I have my earrings all the time. I, I don't know. It just so happens that I don't. It's just weird. 
But uh, it was this one. Uh, oh. Hey, you up for another cigar, man? I, you know, I cut it in half, man. You good, man? We ain't had that much time left. <laughs> um, I uh, it was this one lady in the hood. I used to give all the, it, one earring was cool as hell when I was like eleven or twelve, thirteen, and. They all got the ears pierced. And my mom wouldn't let me do it. So she was like, you know, you can get it on your 13th birthday. i like, cool. So I got my 13th birthday. And then I had that one ear pierced for the longest. And then I got like 21. I got a dare to get my ear pierced for the other ear. And I just ended up doing it or some shit. But then my ears been pierced ever since then. But. Yeah, that that my ears are pierced, and like, I, I don't know, man. I, was, I feel like this shit is girls, though. Like, I, I've never been into that. I don't have. I know a lot of people to say that though. I just see me doing it, kind of, just because like sometimes it could look alright, but like I don't know, man. There's something about that. Like it's always like it's for girls to me. But like my main issue is the idea of the. I don't know. Some about fedoras, man. Like the brimmed hats, dog. Like, I don't know, man. <laughs> something about that. Like it'll it be like a mad corner to me. Like if you see like a dude who's like twenty five to thirty, it's like once you reach a certain age. Niggas would be like rocking like a, a hat with like a, a like a a light brim, not like a big brim, but like a light brim on it, and they'll like wear a bow tie or some shit like that. I feel like it's like an old nigga uniform, dog. And I don't, <laughs> don't want to do that shit. I ain't trying. I ain't trying to rock no old nigga uniform. I feel like niggas be rocking these uh the old nigga uniform. Yeah, these uh these so, brims for doors and shit, and these bow ties. I'm like, you an old ass nigga. Like you, you train to be a like an old ass uncle. So, so what do you figure? So, so what do you? So what do you, so what do you picture? The old nigga uniform, like head to toe. What do you picture? Old nigga uniform. Like a. Uh, okay, so you got like a a hat, right? Like a fedora hat, but like the the brim is like it's not like a long brim. It's like, like a, like a short up, brim. You wear it like a like a like on a tilt kind of. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, kind of like tilted. You don't wear it straight. It's like a, a small brim. You got like a, a a blazer on, and maybe like a not necessarily a bow tie. Usually a bow tie, but not necessarily a bow tie. But like a no tie, and like a, a collared shirt with like a few buttons unbuttoned, a blazer on top of it, and like a a, a hat with the brim. I feel like that's like the thirty-year-old corny nigga uniform. <laughs> like I, I, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't really fuck with it. Though. I, don't, I don't, I, I'm not a fan of brimmed hats. Outside of like, uh, like a baseball cap, you know, like a regular, like a baseball player would wear, like a regular, like a new era hat. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Or like a, um, uh, like a hat with um. But how you can wear like a, a like a um, a winter hat like uh, like a like kind of like what you got on right now like a winter hat okay. but one has like because I got one that's like a uh, you got a brim on it it has a slight brim on it right. you know something like that that's okay but like the ones that look like fedoras and shit and you no wear problem. like a suit like I feel like that shit is corny dog like, I don't know man I feel like it's like an old nigga uniform dog and I, I don't really like that shit. So that's why like, with my unpopular opinions, I'm not a fan of like brimmed hats that aren't like baseball caps, like a like a fedora type shit. I don't really like that shit. That was one of mine, and um, 
Yes, about, uh, we talked about Will Ferrell last week. I don't like Will Ferrell. He trash me. Trash his ass opinion. Right, yeah. I'm, I'm garbage for that opinion. Do you have any that you wanted to... Uh, uh, I think I've seen all mine, man. I Yeah. You have no more? No, I think... Uh, I'm not... I don't know if it's an unpopular opinion, but I'm not a fan of Solange. <laughs> I don't know if that's that's unpopular, that unpopular. That that bitch is just like so like uh, to me. And then especially after the whole Jay Z like elevator thing, I just felt that that people allow people allow domestic violence on women and don't give a fuck. So you just don't like Solange just because of that? Fuck yeah, yeah. That's it. Exactly. That's that's exactly why I don't like her. I think it's an unpopular it, opinion though. I don't know. I don't hear. I don't hear people talking about how they don't like her because of you know that shit. People just love her, especially after the whole wedding shit. Everybody loves her as because of the wedding shit. Like, wow, fuck that bitch. Well, we got a couple more. Like, um, so at uh, we got at say it like that. Uh, that's the Twitter name at say it like that. She said that she thinks that white wedding dresses are stupid because a lot of women that wear them don't. Don't live up to that stereotype. Don't live up to what it signifies. So the idea is that like a white wedding dress signifies that I think that you're a virgin or whatever. So she doesn't like white wedding dresses. Because you see, everybody wears white wedding dresses, but everybody ain't a virgin when they wear them. Well, I mean, I think I think if you get married based on the the, the views of marriage, if you don't believe in marriage then, you know, it, it doesn't matter what you're going to do. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't uh, necessarily have any problem with that, but, I mean, that's her thing, so I, I read her I read her shit, but, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't look at a chick in a white wedding dress and be like, you ain't no virgin, you fucking up. Like, you, you, you not, you disloyal to the idea. Like, I don't really... I don't really put any stake in that. Yeah, but that was her, her, uh, her unpopular opinion. And then we have another that was, um, what was it? Um, at Carm Electronica, she said that Sam Smith sucks, and that she she thinks his music is awful and boring. So, are you familiar I, I, with Sam Smith? I haven't listened to enough of Sam Smith to be, you know, it's okay. I, I don't, I don't, yeah, all right. I mean. So, you don't think that he sucks or, or that his music is awful and boring? I haven't listened to enough of him to decide that, so. Uh, we have another that, um, at WBowen05, he asked why black people spend a lot of time on fashion when they're the brokest ethnic group. So I guess his unpopular opinion is that we ball out, but we don't have money to ball out. We just ball out just because niggas gonna need it. He he, he has some true true comments there. I, I I can agree with that. Yeah, I think that we do do that. Like, there's a lot of black folks who will be like, yeah, let's uh, and we throw a lot of money out here and stuff for Instagram or some shit or stuff for Twitter. Like, yeah, I got this new. This new Rolex, or I got this new whatever, whatever it is they flossing out on when they know that they don't really live that life and they can't really afford that. And, like, niggas that ball off Instagram. 
And yeah. uh, I, a lot of people ball off for this. So. They do. And like, I know that a lot of a lot of folks like will like live outside of their means. Like you got to do like I know when I worked at Target, um, there were a lot of people who would take their tax refund and instead of like doing something sensible with it, because I mean you work at Target, you don't make a lot of loot. They would buy a big ass TV or a new car or whatever the case may be. They they'll ball out or whatever and with their tax refund and try to ball out a target. And it's like, well, I know how much money you make. You don't make right. shit. Why are you out here buying these big ass TVs and these new ass cars and shit? Why aren't you doing something that's you know a little bit more in your press range? You know? Right. <laughs> yeah, he makes sense though. I, I get that. Yeah. So, um, did you have any other uh, unpopular opinions you want to talk about? Nah, I think I've, I've shared my own. It's, I think we have a good share of unpopular ones. So I'm, I'm going to close out with, like, my um, experience at the grocery store, dog. Like, I mean, I, I, man, I hate, I hate growing, I hate going to the grocery store, man. Like, <laughs> that shit drive me crazy, man. Like, we wanted to go to the grocery store today. Me and my fiance, we wanted to go. We had a lot of shit we needed to get, so we went to the grocery store. We went to Walmart, and like I went to the Walmart in Dearborn, the one on Floor Road in Greenfield, and I didn't want to go there, man. I was like, I do not want to go to this motherfucker. And like, just to put it in perspective, as soon as we got there, it was hard to even get a cart. Like we went, and like we, all we, the carts was like stuck together. We went and yesterday, shit. and we couldn't get a cart. Me, yeah, the, like, we can't get a, we had to carry all that shit in our hand. Yeah, like you go you go in there and like the carts we wanted to get a cart, the carts are all stuck together and they were like molded together like mangled and shit to where you couldn't even Same pull them shit. apart. And the whole cart area was empty. So you couldn't get a cart. I went outside, all the carts were stuck together, it was like a group of four, a group of two, a group of three. They were all stuck together. I had to go out into the parking lot and grab a cart. And then, like, for me... I couldn't even do that. That shit was... Eh. All the cart was... When I went, like, yesterday, all the cart was gone. And we, just, we like, you know, uh, we, only, we only wanted a few things anyway, so... But we still left with, like, shit in our arms and, like, trying to carry in line and all that shit. That shit's terrible. Ridiculous. So we, we, we up in there, man, and I'm like... Man, it's just so aggravating, dog. Uh, we went... So I finally got a car. I had to go out into the parking lot to get this car. We go in there, and I'm already pissed because I haven't entered the store yet. And I'm already like, this is why I don't fuck with this place. I've already fucked up on carts. I ain't even entered this motherfucker yet, and I'm pissed off. And then, like, for me, going to the grocery store is like... When, I, when, when my son was first born, I was working a night shift. Where I would go into work at like six, six something in the afternoon. I would get off at like three in the morning, and then after I got off, I would go to the store because nobody would be there. So I go to the store. I I know like okay, I need this, 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 and that. I go in there. I would get that, throw it in my cart, check out, leave. It's quick. I like anytime I go shopping, it's quick. I know what I want. I go in there. I try to find it. They got it. I get it. They don't. I leave. When I go in there today, man, like. My fiance is like, oh, uh, let me look at this. Let me look at that. Where is this at? Where is this at? She's taking t- she's taking a long time. I go up in there. We finally got the cart. I'm like in a position where 
I don't like feeling like I'm in somebody else's way. Right. But I'm not actually involved in the shopping experience. So, like, if my girl is, like, looking for something, I'm trying to, like, pull off to the side while she looks through whatever she had to look through. But then I got people up behind me, and they're, like, looking around me. I'm like, okay, I feel like this person needs to look where I'm looking at. So now I got to move. So I feel like I'm in their way. But then I'm trying to move these people in my way. And I'm just like, it's a whole exercise in being angry. Because I'm like, you're in my way. I want to get around you. I'm in your way. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to be out of this shit. And I'm in your way. And then when I get out your way, now somebody else is in my way. And there's people staggering around, taking long, lollygagging. Like two people who are like next to each other conversing. And I'm like, but you... Clogging up the whole aisle Standing next to each other I can't get around you Like I want to just like Go through Get what I got Throw in the car Keep moving Get what I got Throw in the car Keep moving But everybody else is like Lingering They're standing in groups They're in my way Like everything about There's so many people Like I just can't I can't deal grocery shopping man It's like Too many people They all in my way I hate them They all stupid I want to kill them all They're all (laughs) fucking idiots I hate everything about grocery shopping, man. So that was like, man, I hated that shit so much, man. Like, I just wanna, I just wanna kill everybody in the grocery store. I really do. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of it. I try to avoid it, but we always, me and my wife, we figure if we both go, we can get things figured out faster or whatever. So, you know, we, we kind of like divide and conquer type shit. But yeah, I hate it. I, I'm not a big fan at all. Yeah, it's a hot ass mess. I don't ever want to go there again ever in life. I, I, I feel like I'm going to kill somebody if I go in there. I don't want to go anymore. That's it. I don't want to go anymore. You so, um, if you have anything else, you got anything else? No, nope, I think about? I'm good, man. I think we had, we, we covered, covered a bunch of bases today, so. Yeah, I don't uh, see any other unpopular opinions to talk about. I still think E40 sucks. I still think... My biggest one, man, is Sweetwater Wings, dog. I really hate them shits, dog. Them bitches are trash to me, dog. I don't understand how people act like Sweetwater Wings are the best in the city, dog. I, I do not get it. Them shits whack to me, dog. Sweetwater Wings are trash. Yeah, I feel yeah, like you just don't know so shit dope, about chicken if you like Sweetwater Wings. They used to be so dope, too, man. I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. I don't know. I, they, maybe they used to be dope. But I, like, I had them a few years ago. and I, Not a few years ago. Maybe like a year or two ago. Just to check out, like... Let's see what the Sweetwater Wings are about. And I went there, I was like, eh, this ain't all right. This is whatever. It was, they were okay, but I was like, eh, whatever. I got like a some like beer battered chicken tenders. And that, those were good. But I also had the wings and I was like, eh, whatever. But then my man, my fiance got the wings last night or the night before. And I was like, this shit is garbage, dog. These aren't even good at all. And she, even she was like, like, yeah, these aren't that good. She, and then like I opened up the refrigerator like midday, and I was like, "What is this in the like one of those styrofoam containers? Like, what is this in the container?" She's like, "Oh, that's Sweetwater wings. You like, can have nah, it if you want." I was like, that. "Ass, I, I don't even want that shit. I don't. Be, we can throw that out. I'm good. They're whacked. So I, I don't. I don't understand the Sweetwater wings shit, dog. Like the Sweetwater wings are so so overrated to me. I would love for somebody to hit us up and explain to me why the Sweetwater wings are so fucking heralded. Like them bitches trash to me, man." Garbage. So hopefully somebody hit us up and let us know. They won't, but I mean, uh, if you do, you can tell me why you like that whack shit and why you're uh, 
your wing barometer is so fucking low that you think that the Sweetwater wings are good. Like, obviously, you don't give a fuck about wings or chicken or whatever. You, your your standard of, of good wings is so fucking low that you think <laughs> the Sweetwater wings are good. You don't know shit. You're trash. So, yeah. Um, I'm sagging through. I think we're good. All right, folks. Well, thanks for listening. And uh, if you have any questions, again, you know, we always open for, you know, Unpopular or popular opinion, so you know you have our our Twitter, our Facebook. Um, yeah, just hit us up. Yeah, and if you got uh, any responses to uh, what we said tonight, hit us up. We'll talk about it next week, and we can let you know why we think your shitty opinion is shitty. shitty. <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna tell you this. Good. So whatever your shitty opinion is on why you disagree with us, we'll tell you why you're wrong and. Uh, Please feel free to let me know why you think I'm wrong because I'm not. I'm not gonna shy away from that shit. So let us know why you think I'm wrong and you're when in actuality you're wrong, and I'll let you know why you're wrong and why I'm right. And <laughs> please feel also we haven't actually expressed this lately. Like spread the podcast, to people. We haven't. You know, I haven't said in a while that if you think the podcast is whack, you're wrong. But. If you spread to somebody else, you know, do that anyway. Yeah, they might they, not be as you, dumb as you. If you 